Big thanks out to ExpressVPN for supporting FilmSack. You probably don't think much about your internet privacy on your own home network. ExpressVPN will secure your privacy and protect your information. Visit expressvpn.com slash filmsack and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. Oh, hello. Can I talk to Detective Sigliano and Detective Montoya, please? My name is Pinky. Is this a detective? I usually inform for Hughes and Costanza, but they don't pay me no more. Oh, no. I'm just watching the new Jeopardy and a man missed a Bible question because he did not know what Deuteronomy was. <laughs> yes! This is Film Sack. Sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mine in the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is a episode, I don't even know, 477, and it's August 22nd, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He's worth at least $50,000 done away. Ooh, but there's only 5000 here. Mm. Oh, hi. Hi. All right, guys, suck wall. You're all under arrest for watching an illegal amount of buddy cop movies and then discussing those buddy cop movies at length for over 10 plus years. Tragedy. You have the right to shut your filthy mouth. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of public opinion. You have the right to a social media account. If you cannot create an account, one will be provided for you by Google and then taken away from you one year later because, (laughs) hey, it's Google. Do you understand do you understand the rights I've just read to you? Yeah, me either. With these <laughs> rights in mind, do you wish to speak to me? No? Fine. I'll just pop a cop squat and fire off a couple of shots. Too low. Too low. Oh, the cop squat. Wow. Cop squat. Yeah, I, I'm so glad you came I, up with I that. I am term. too, because we I didn't have a term until right, mm-hmm. this is the first time we I was, I was gonna bring this up in the show, but I didn't know what to call it. That's fantastic. Cop the cop squat. Uh, all right. Very well done. Also with us, Randy. He's a big fan of Ipswich Clams. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. Welcome to Key West. Surprise. As you know, it's entirely possible to negotiate with your coworker the details of where to travel to, pay for it, and then fly for five hours through two airplane changes and still wonder where you are when you get here. But don't worry, this place is magical. If you do not already have a woman who is way out of your league, instantly loves you, matches your general ethnicity, and is otherwise a blank shell of a human, one will be provided to you. Mm. Now, please head over to the roller skate bank and sign some cruddy-looking papers while wearing your new mannequin girlfriend's crop-top shirt so we can give you just anything you want while you're here, such as real estate, a job, a place to live. People just do that. You can have anything, with one exception. Here in Key West, you cannot have apartment buildings where the interior hallways and stairways are all lined with ugly iron fencing. You take Ooh. that right back to Chicago, you weirdos. <laughs> what a what a what a tale of two worlds. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Two different places. Man. I feel like they shot it with two different cameras too, right? Just to really emphasize how nice Key West is and how crappy Chicago is. Yeah, how often place. you can change your clothes and ride the same moped down the street over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> right. The way the different right. girl every time. I'm like, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. That was really good. How All right. Not get VD. <laughs> with Brian, finally, we have. He said they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we have Brian, his Coke, his Coke, Ibit. My Coke, Coke Zero. <laughs> Hello, this is Pinky again. You knew I was going to do this. You know, yeah, the informant? Is this a detective? Yeah, I've got some other things I need to tell you about so you can show up Hughes and Costanzo because they don't pay me no more. <laughs> First up, there's a bunch of guys who are going down to the docks tonight to rob a ship full of Hungarians. The man you're looking for is named Kaiser Soze. Oh, no. Oh, I'm just watching and match game and the contestant didn't match Dipsy Russell because he did not understand the question. <laughs> also, you're looking in the wrong place for the secret rebel base. It's not on Dantooine. It's on the fourth moon of Yavin. Oh no, dummy. You should have picked Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, and one more. In the Monsters, Inc. door warehouse, you're looking for the white door with the pink trim to find Boo. Don't ask me how I know. I have a guy on the inside. Okay, gotta go. Time for Supermatch. <laughs> you know what? Let me just say one thing about that. There's a whole generation of people who got the... the <laughs> The, the yeah. Monsters Inc. reference, but have no idea who Charles Nelson Riley is, which is <laughs> right, or, 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 didn't, yeah, or didn't, didn't know that Billy Crystal is in Monsters Inc. Like, yeah, a, didn't realize. Oh, good point. I didn't even yeah. think of that. I didn't even think of that connection until you just said it. See, yeah. there's so I many was, levels. I wrote this up. Yeah. Uh, right. In, in, I, in, in, in this world uh, where we're all on guard for making sure that we're doing uh, our duty to not be offensive. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like, whoa, wait, wait, Billy Crystal, what are you doing right now? That's offensive. And I'm like, that's not offensive. There's no, there's no, there's there no, is no identifiable <laughs> ethnicity, gender, right. sexual orientation, anything about Pinky. <laughs> some weird guy who lives at home with his mom watching Jeopardy. That was the entire <laughs> joke. Marshmallows. Yeah. yeah. And, right. and so uh, we, uh, once again, it, it needs to be said, we do not collaborate before we do these greetings. Right. And every week, all three of us sit sit around alone and ask ourselves, <laughs> am I am I going to follow this, you know, a better version of this? <laughs> yeah. Or am I going to ruin, yeah. like for me, it's always, am I going to ruin what Brian Ibbett is going to do? I think it every week. Yeah. And well, this week... This week, the instant that bit started in the movie, I was like, "Oh God, I got to do that voice in my greeting." Yeah, and I started, wow. and I started plotting out how I was going to do, I was going to do that voice as a phone call, and it was going to be nothing but my little pony quotes, you know, like, <laughs> like "Oatmeal, are you crazy?" And like, I was going to do nothing but my little pony quotes, and then as I started getting through it, I was like, "Brian, if it's going to do this thing, I oh, yeah. it's going to do this thing." I was like, "No way." Anybody who listens to TMS on any sort of regular basis uh, knows my 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 love for that segment in this movie is like uh, yeah. it's like the for me it's the uh, use the force Luke it's like the we're going to need a bigger bow it's the 
You oh know. yeah, you bring up the yeah. you bring up uh, uh, like if anything comes up on the Ipswich show like clams hey or... someone said the word clam or someone said the word like, uh, jeopardy yeah, yeah. <laughs> we bring up we can't even bring up you know the the struggle that uh, what's his name host is having with his cancer oh, diagnosis yeah, Alex Trebek, yeah. without Brian yeah. wanting to do this impression because the word jeopardy came up so yeah it's totally yeah. so I want I totally. want an early trope alert on oh, this early Ooh, I, early I need yeah. this all right oh. there you go. If you hire a stand-up comedian to p- play the lead in your movie, you have to let him pick one of his bits yeah, and, yeah. and work it into the movie. It doesn't matter if it makes sense. It doesn't matter <laughs> if, if it belongs. It doesn't matter if he pulls it off. It right. has to, you have to have, you know, like, a spe- like Jim Carrey made a career of this. But yeah, like, yeah. if you have a stand-up comedian, they get to do their bit from outside the movie. They drag it into the movie. Yeah. Well, right, talking, so like Eddie Murphy, yeah, you're totally right, right? With the uh, Beverly Hills copy, totally did the... Um, uh, the oh, yes, like, give me a, a twist or whatever, like the whole... Right, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we, that was that was uh, we watched, uh, Bronson Pinchot, but and what's, it was, what's, but he did something. That was, <laughs> what's, and sometimes it's weird because you don't you don't know. Like we watched Adventures of Ford Fairlane for Film Sack, and there's did a we? there's mm. a couple. <laughs> there, a lot of the jokes are I Ford, to. like are 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 him ad ad libbing in the movie. But then there's there are bits that are from his stand up, you know. Yeah, and right. it's like it's, it's like you just have Wait, to. That's what you gotta have, right? Because I mean, if you if you hire. Uh, someone who for their sexuality, you got to put it on display. If you hire a comedian right. and you have to put, you have to, that's the drawing power, right? Of, of Billy Crystal. Was there a drawing power of Billy Crystal in 1986? Yes. I, he was still coming off of SNL was what most people knew him from, coming right? Of SNL, like, soap. Um, I knew him from no soap. No one knew him from soap. Ibit. Come on. I, I told mean, we all, we, we I watched that there. show religiously. You love oh, I soap. Too. Yeah. I did too, but no one thinks I don't will. Besides you, I don't think anyone thinks. I think Brian was, Brian's a yeoman here. He knows he's got a long. <laughs> he goes deep with this stuff, but yeah, this the, would have been uh, right he, after SNL. I think he played that the gay Robin brother, Williams, dope, right? Yeah, he was the gay brother um, right. who who honestly ended up dating and marrying more women on <laughs> soap than some of the straight characters. <laughs> a, characters I want to point out that a a corollary of this trope was subverted in this film. We never saw Heinz dancing. And I thought yeah. I just knew he was going to have to dance his greatest, way through something. Great, one of the greatest tap dancers of all time, and just just a, an amazing, just amazing. Yeah, I thought I thought something would, I thought something was going to happen with the with the rollerblades. Like he was going to mm-hmm. boogie off yeah. some rollerblades. He, he, he passed away too soon. That that made me sad when he he passed away early fifties. So mm, I mean, fifty seven. Well, still too early, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. too early. Yeah, I don't remember what it was from. It was some it was a cancer. Cancer. Uh, as always. I think he had either liver cancer or something similar to that. It was. Yeah, it was, uh, but it was a shame. I used to shame. think, in my my memory of what oh, we should say, the movie is Running Scared. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, oh, wait, 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 wait. yeah. Was it watching? Again? And by the way, it's uh, Running Scared, not not the three other versions of Running Scared. It's the 1986 yeah. buddy cop comedy dramedy, uh, somewhat gritty yet mm-hmm. funny uh, thing, and we uh, people of a certain age. Let's say people that are in their, let's say, 45 to 50 range right now, they all know this movie. You have to. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. were required. Mm-hmm. We loved it. We were into it. Uh, I, it, For whatever reason, it was a huge part of my film going time, and I don't know why exactly. Like, I can't exactly even tell you why, except Billy Crystal was on the so, rise, and we... Uh, I was trying to... I was, I was trying to recollect. I was trying to remember... What was going on? Did we all go see us at the theater? I didn't. 
But this was like one of those movies that was during a time where HBO just it certain summer movies would just be played on repeat for like years. Was this mm, a Showtime yeah, this, HBO kind of movie that you guys were experiencing? Uh, a lot this of? was theater for me first, but then yeah, it was uh, anytime. Any this was one of those movies that that anytime it was on, if I was flipping channels back when there were channels, um, right. if I'd see Running Scared on and it was this one, <laughs> then I'd stop and watch it from <laughs> from wherever it was. And I was I was always hope that it was before the pinky right. bit. <laughs> now, I think I actually cut Scott off. He cut out of my headphones, and then I think I caught cut Scott off. And oh, apologize. I don't remember what, what I was you saying. saying. You're trying to okay. I don't remember now, but I I I, I guess just to hammer in the point, it was Running right. Scared for whatever reason was just knitted into that 80s movie tapestry in a way that no other movies like this were. I mean, even movies, like, it was still another year before we get, you know, maybe the most well-known buddy cop films of all time in the Lethal Weapon films. That was a year later. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are some things that are similar here and some things that are very different. But for whatever reason, those mattered less than this did. I I don't know why it was such a big deal. And, And to this day, I was having, like, major nostalgia time watching this. The 80s music that would kick in. That I just want to put out there and I wish just once uh, uh, one of our listeners would email in and say, yeah, I never heard of this either. So I never heard of this movie <laughs> until we watched it this week. Um, I never knew anything about it. I, it just, it like completely the, the obviously the 1984, uh, Beverly Hills cop is the model in, in at least in my memory. And I, right. not that I saw it in 1984. I, I saw Beverly Hills cop much later. Uh, it is a, it's but, more of an accurate pairing, right? Because it's Detroit cop goes to Beverly Hills and he's got the fish out of water, you know, dichotomy thing going on there. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'll you take you- out the buddy cop a bit of it, of course. Uh, sure, sure, sure. But I mean, just like there, there's, there are certain things that are so eighties about this movie. Like mm-hmm. one, one of them's white, one's black they, and they never really talk about that. Like, w- like it's got this, this, uh, you know, everything is solved and race relations can see, you know, mm-hmm. like that sort of thing. Like, but I'm, I'm telling you, I have never heard of this movie until this week. So like, it's, it's, it's not everybody like when you say hey, this was f- something for everybody i i'm telling you i i started getting hbo and and cinemax in like the 90s and they were not showing this movie well uh, you were too busy watching cinemax you didn't just hbo red shoe diaries yes late at night uh so the, because written- this would have been this would have been something that would have been shown like later right because it's rated r mm-hmm. so this is like your prime time or after prime time on your hbo's uh and i i like I've never, I, I will say I've never, I never watched it completely all the way through until this time around. I had oh, seen wow. it many times. Wow. Just, I was just like, like caught in the middle or started yeah, didn't finish or whatever. Yeah. I'm just yeah. flipping through, like we was talking about before the show, East, you know, West of HBO. I'd catch part of it on one. I'd be like, okay, that's interesting. And catch a little bit of it. And this, this movie really has no business being rated R, by the way. It, if, if, if like you were to go back in time and just edit yeah. it, properly for pg-13 mm-hmm. it would take nothing i mean there was really there. just uh, flashes of of uh of, of a lady's there's one breast. naked boob in it yeah and, and fast really fast yeah, and you can tell you can, i had a i had a pause it it was so fit no, yeah it was you, can like, <laughs> lead, you can tell the leads really dislike the f word like they're both as as like entertainers mm. they don't like to mm. yeah to yeah. use that yeah because they just didn't tell. do it they just then, didn't swear like that and so know? like the the naughtiest bit is uh you know the middle finger and it's and it's so funny right. you know what i mean right. like 
Yeah, oh, just that like, middle we're finger so close burns to PG-13. Gregory Hines up, man. Yeah. Oh, really oh, man, fried. That, middle finger. that fried it his eggs that so day. He had to go hilarious. back and get some. <laughs> that, uh, and then him getting finally getting in there. So we had, we talked just briefly before the show about about the bird. And yeah. uh, Scott had cop- captured some a gif or gif of uh, of Hines giving oh. the bird. But they also got the kid doing the bird. And the kid does what I call, because I have a friend of mine who does the same thing. If you if you if you tuck your knuckles too far in, right, right, and and you just throw that middle finger up, I we call that a dork bird because you look <laughs> like a dork. I like we mine to a, be. We called it ahead. a monkey flip because it was a monkey like, flip. You're, like yeah. you're doing a monkey like a monkey's uh, paw, right? All right. like curled and up, curled up, and then raising Every, the middle finger as opposed to the right. Everybody knows that your real bird needs to look like a, almost like a you know like a F fifteen fighter or something. It needs to be. It yes. needs to have like it has to have that first knuckle, you know bent just correctly the two so that fingers has like, on either side of the middle finger need to right. be at 45 degree angles like a, yes. like a kimbo to the yes. uh to the center to the middle finger. A, yeah but see this is a, this is how we bird. this is what we call them when we were when i was growing up if you did the fist with just the giant finger out of it that was a 70s yeah. bird if you did the two oh, okay, okay if you put the two knuckle nuts next to it that was an 80s knuckle bird nuts. That was it. <laughs> I like that knuckle nut. Oh, is there, there is go. there a '90s bird? Like, I, is there I a don't bird think so. I, generation. I think that's when we stopped. We stopped having a different bird for each each ten year yeah, app. I would like gotcha. to. I would like to uh, uh, name something, but not describe it, and see if you know what I'm talking. <laughs> Wait, about. Wait, so, hold on. I take it back. It's called the double bird. Sorry, the '90s had the oh, double, double bird. bird. Yeah, sure, yeah. Double bird. <laughs> we said what Heinz gave not it. enough. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah, Doug Heinz gave the double bird. In fact, he may have invented it. All right. Go ahead, Randy. Right. Right, which uh, which for some reason Strong Bad calls the double deuce. I don't know why. Oh, um, that's that's redundant. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so so uh, I'm a teenager. I'm uh, on summer vacation with my family. Mm. That would be my mom and my dad in the front seat of the station wagon, and me <laughs> and my grandfather in the back seat because my brother my brother had aged out at this point and was now married and had right. you know his own thing. So. Uh, grandpa starts coming on summer vacation with us in this time in my life. And, uh, we're driving, uh, between Del Rio and Laredo, Texas on our way home from somewhere in the Rocky mountains. And, uh, again, I'm, a, I'm like, I'm like 15 or 16 years old and I'm sitting in the back seat, and my dad, who is, uh, a CPA his whole life has a, you know, a small mom and pop, uh, accounting firm, in the small town I grew up in, you know what I mean? Like that yeah, kind of yeah. guy is the, is the, lace. the treasurer of the Methodist church his whole life. Sure. That sort of guy. Yeah. Uh, my dad is dealing with some kids that are driving a Bronco on the highway and, and they're messing with us. They're getting in front of us and slowing down. They're getting behind us and honking. And uh, I'm just waiting for my dad to explode because, you know, this is like classic, uh, dead know, rage. Yeah. But, but, and, and I've never, I, you rarely see it. My, my dad had the longest fuse in the world. And so, uh, this just keeps going on and on and on. And you can tell my mom's getting nervous, right? Cause she doesn't know what my dad's going to do. And so finally these kids in this Bronco end up right next to him to his left. And my dad gives them what I can only call the old man bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. it, it, it comes up slow. 
Yeah. And it flies slow, but and it's a statement. <laughs> and, the, and, and, the, and the middle finger doesn't quite rise as much as it used to. Uh, and, yeah, <laughs> yep. And see, see, I didn't have to describe it. I just had to name it. And you know what? It trembles like a mo. Like it definitely right. trembles. Right. The old man bird, the old man right. bird is moving. Yeah. All right, right. Respect it. Yeah. Now, okay, so <laughs> during the I enjoyed Randy's bird story um but i but back back to the uh you know the the technical uh parts of the bird so do you guys throw the side bird like do you throw it at a a, a 90 degree angle or is it always just straight up it has to be straight up is it does it have as much gravitas for for me like like pointing you're pointing your middle finger kind of to the left or to the right yeah it's kind of like it just a little here's a little little down low can you see that can you see it their guns uh sideways yeah yeah so so, i mean kind of you know always up okay because sometimes you know you know you have your little you have your little uh you do your little thumb in your in your index finger (laughs) and you put them in a circle and you try to get people to look at it like down low it's like, right. oh, you, you looked at the circle. Now you must be punched. For, I kind of, for me, that was always oh, kind of yeah. the bird I would have. It's kind of like down. Like, can you see this? It's right down here. Look, look down here. If you look down, oh, you know what's really insulting? You had to look down for that. And now yeah. you're looking at it. For, for me, <laughs> for me, it requires a stance thing. You need to do kind of like the cop squat, which we're going to get to in cop a second. Squat, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I, like, I, like, I like to firmly have my sh- shoulders squared up. And if I'm pissed at somebody, my hand comes right. up to the square. Yeah. Big old wiener middle finger just schlong and just in yeah. their face. That's it, my bird. You have to do like the you have to do like a, a 3D thing where you like kind of th- like cast it at them, kind of like throw it like out. Yeah, a little like bit. Yeah, like yeah. I had yeah. to like I had to launch it a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Like I like, had a no, like, I had this this has nothing to do with him being Samoan, but I'll bring it up as if it did. But I had a friend who was Samoan and uh he had this ability. Because he had giant hands. He could palm a basketball without even thinking about it. Just the biggest, longest fingers and hands I'd ever seen on a human being. And he used to do it in a window situation. So he'd be in the car and his right. fist would hit the window. Imagine just like a side, the side of him. He, his, the, the, the part of his, the top part of his, of his hand would hit it while in a fist. And then he would unroll that finger. <laughs> Like slowly, almost really? like it had fifty yeah, yeah. knuckle joints. It felt like he had. It felt like it was right. way more points of articulation in his finger. Now, was was <laughs> he cranking it? Do as that. well? That's the thing. I was gonna say. I've seen people do it when they put the crank on the, the crank. Got to put the crank yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't crank it, but he would just slowly yeah. have it oh, right was, up that window. It was powered. Yeah. So it was like you know, power window. It was just, he was just yeah. Yeah, but it was bird. slow, and it would be like clink 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 clink, yeah. and then it would be like this giant long freaking <laughs> sausage on the window. <laughs> and if you and if you weren't offended by that, I mean, what what can you be offended by it was amazing i I gotta say i regret that this movie never came into my life as a kid because i would have so enjoyed that the the what the pinky phone call thing i would have so like there's so many bits that are just downright juvenile in this movie absolutely oh yeah and that's the idea of that yeah there will but there was also this idea that okay and this is where i think the appeal is and i really want to put most of this on the shoulders of of billy crystal he's at a point in his life where he's young, he's energetic, he's got a certain look to him. Charm. He's nebbish, but at the same time, yeah, charming. He can do a little bit of action when he needs to. But he's he's basically a cop without a care. It's like, all of this is dangerous, but eh, whatever, man. This is our job, and we're having fun. And he's like, he's like a kid getting to play cop. And I think that's what right. appealed to me when I was when I was younger. When I saw this, I just thought... Oh yeah, this is how this should be. This should be just a good time. Even when your girlfriend or your ex-wife gets uh, kidnapped, 
you make one serious <laughs> face, but then you still goof around a lot, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Right? It was still just yeah. like this goofy thing. And I forgot Jimmy Smith was in it. There's actually a couple actors that completely forgot. I forgot Jimmy Smith was your, right. was your bad guy. I totally forgot about Joey pants being snake. Uh, oh, what a, that just made me so sad that yeah. Joey, that, that snake got, you like, he got killed. He got Spoiler. Snuffed. Yeah. He got, mm-hmm. he got stuffed right away. Yeah. Like pretty yeah. Early on, like, oh, I completely forgot about that too. And again, kind of adding to the whole, yeah, why is this movie R except for the boob? Um, there's no blood. Like it's it's yeah. a it's a shot where that you know things could have been a lot gorier. Mm-hmm. But and Peter, the director Peter Hyams, I believe is how you say it. Uh, it just was just coming off 2010, and he wanted to do something. Uh, he wanted to do something that was more fun and not. By the way, our second and, our second film sack movie ever was uh, 2010. Not yeah. not the year. We also but watched the Time movie. Cop too, didn't we? We directed that one as well. Or was that the year mm-hmm. we made Contact? 20, 2010. Uh, I thought 2001 was the year we made Contact. No. I think 2010 was just called 2010. No, it? I think it's no, it was 2010. One. The year we made Contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, right. You right. might be right. If it's right, probably right. But yeah, probably that's right. the last time oh, I think no. we've seen one of his. Oh no, that's not true. He's done so many movies we've seen. Yeah, we've, he's done Outland. Didn't we watch Outland? Did we? If we think we did, if we didn't, we should. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, and, I, I can and, tell you. He did. Okay, so we've done Time Cop. We've done 2010. We've done yeah. uh, Sudden Death, The Relic. Uh, let's see. We've wanted to do. We've wanted to do End of Days. Yeah, the Presidio. We've wanted to do. We've now yeah. done Running Scared. Let's see, 2010 Star Chamber. Outland. Was that the one with uh, yeah, Sean, Sean Connery? Connery. Oh, Sean we totally Connery. did Outland. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we totally did that. Um, Capricorn 30, One is probably one we will do at some point. So, yeah, this dude's, you know, Peter Hyams. We've spent time yeah. with him here and there. He's a, he's a good film sack buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, here was the other, here was the weird, <laughs> other weird little bit of uh, uh, casting I wanted to mention. So... Uh, if I can find his right name, hold on. Dan Hedaya? No, although we lo- I love him and we're not going to skip over him. We're going to talk about him in a second. Yeah. But the two I'm thinking Steven, of are those two like replacement Steven cops. Yeah, yeah, John Cries. Oh, who, yes. I wanted to mention this because John Cries played Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> also, uh, Ben Linus's dad on Lost. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And then the other dude, whose name I can't find right here. Or there it is. No, I can't find it. He, oh, there it is, Stephen Bauer. Stephen Bauer. Yeah. He played yeah, the Bauer. other detective. Oh. That guy is the head of the Mexican drug cartel in Breaking Bad. That uh, right. eventually gets gets his gets his from um, uh, from the Chicken King kills him. So please, please <laughs> let me just step back a second though, because John Grease is is for me will always be Laszlo from Real Genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. such yeah. a choice role. The 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 God, role where you are. Yeah. You are mysterious and you sort of come from out of nowhere is so awesome to me. Yeah. Like I like I would never sack real genius. There's something about that movie that I just think is is so precious and should not be tarnished, you know? Really? That's interesting. <laughs> I think that one could be sacked. I yeah, think that there's enough it. cheese. Right. I don't know. Well, there's did, definitely enough cheese and real genius for it to be sacked. But yeah, I, yeah. I get Randy's. Uh, well, we know, all have our sacred cows, right? And and, yeah, and yeah. some of us may or may not want them ever to be sacked. But I'm trying to think, do I have a sacred movie cow? I don't think I do. I think I even like, you know, I do Fury Road, although there's barely any dialogue. So it wouldn't be worth recording. But uh, right. there's I can't think of one that I would consider. My sacred cow. Well, uh, no, I mean the only thing that would come close to me would be uh, the burbs, and I'm totally down with sacking that because I just love sharing it with everybody. It's just such a, 
this you know, is maybe, such a, a yeah. gem. We haven't done that. Maybe yet. Fish Called Wanda for me. I don't know. If, oh, I, mean, I don't know if that'd be sackable. I watched. Really? I watched that recently, mm-hmm. and it is definitely sackable, but it is for sure not as good as I remember. It was good, really, but not no. as good. Well, as we've, I and remember. we mm. we almost never sack pure comedies because uh, the jokes require more context than we're willing to, you know, to try to unpack. Yeah, like. Like we, we would be crazy to try to do a episode about uh, blazing saddles. That's just like, it's just, it would, it would take so much out of us to, to explain, you know, like, yeah, that's a, that's a really hard one. Also, uh, you know, it's just that for some reason the, the incredible shrinking woman came into my head, but, but (laughs) but even that doesn't count because it's based on this. There's a little bit of sci-fi element that changes the equation. It's not just a pure comedy. So it's a, it's a good point. Like I, have we ever done it's a also, pure comedy? And it's been a long time since I've seen it, but it also, I think, is a social commentary on on um, product. What do you what do you call that? Like, uh, oh yeah, product testing over over reliance on on products and over reliance. Yeah. There's like a weird yeah something happened with that where her shampoo made her shrink or something weird like that it was it was a weird combination of all of the chemicals and all of the different products that Mm -hmm. she used that's right they all were in the sink oh dupont i don't know that i don't know that i need to call them sacred cows because like we have sacked some of my favorite movies of all time i've i've snuck them in and like when we do that, it was like, like you oh, stuck him no. into the side theater door. Like, <laughs> go ahead. Like the, like the movie Heat comes to mind. Uh, the game is one of my favorite movies of all time, and we sacked it. And all I do is just explain why we like didn't it. do like Heat though. We didn't do the Heat comedy Heat. We did the we did the no. Heat. The movie Heat, heat is, the, is the De Niro. Pichura, yeah, but that's not a that's not a comedy. Are we talking about no, that? but I'm oh, talking, talking about Sacred Cow. My Just favorite movie. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie too. I'm with you there. I thought I was thinking, I do, uh, all, yeah. all we, uh, all, all I did was sit here and explain why I like it so much, which yeah. is fine. Like yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But when it when it comes to it's like slapstick, that's that's a lot harder because you know we all we all laugh at different things i'm sure this movie in yeah Spirit, we all had different things we thought were funny and some things that we thought was just trash jokes yeah well it's, it's intentional comedy versus you know incidental comedy i mean slapstick is whether you, you either think it's funny or you don't i mean there's not much yeah. discussion beyond that you think it's funny when when uh when you watch the three stooges you do or you don't yeah mm-hmm. that one's pretty pretty binary you either like that yeah. stuff or you don't like that stuff in this case i just think it's the kind of easy way that that uh crystal comes across in this i think he just comes I, across you as know, simple and easy yeah. and i don't I know i wanted to see so much more of this uh i see i'm wanting to see a, a a part two i mean i don't usually feel that way but gregory <laughs> hines and billy crystal's uh man love that buddy yeah i mean i mean okay we've I've, we've watched other buddy cop movies but they didn't feel like they were always in conflict. Yeah. These guys are not really in conflict. They're on the same team. Yeah. What's his name was always too right. old for this shit. And Mel Gibson wasn't. And yeah, it was right. Uh, exactly. Know. He's crazy. I don't want him to be my partner, but what would you do for a sequel though? Because really the whole, the whole crux of their character, their, their, uh, conflict in this movie is do we retire and go to right. Key West or do we, or uh, Florida Keys? Right. So this, we- this time, this time in this one, uh, it was, it was just, it was too early. They weren't ready to retire. They thought they were, so, and that was, that was refreshing. So in the next so one, the sequel you would is like a, a year down the line. Retire. Now well, do we retire? Here's, here's right. the thing. Yeah. I assume we have one, to retire. And then the third one is running scared back to Chicago. Right, right, right. right. But I assume that they, you would, one would, okay. I have a couple things to say here. First of all, there's stuff in the trivia about this. The title was called, they had a script. It was called still running. 
It was planned. Oh, really? Had a couple okay. of different scripts, was being written and then rewritten and all this stuff. Billy Crystal, Gregory Hines both turned it down, said it felt like nothing they saw was strong enough to warrant a sequel and turned it all down. Okay, so that's one part of it. Here's the other part of it, though. In the movie, in the context of the film, they sign the loan and own the bar. Right. So that, I assume but, they got to go down there anyway, because you don't just sign all yeah. that over and then have your little moment with Jimmy Smith and then go, nah, we'll stay in Chicago, even though I've just signed my life away down. In the <laughs> right. Right. So that should have been the sequel. Right. Also, yeah. I hate to repeat myself, but they have girlfriends in Key West. Oh, okay, can right. We, they, they have yeah. girlfriends they back to here do something well. about that. Yeah. Right. They have many they have girlfriends everywhere. And they have T-shirts with boobs on them. They got to go get those. You know? Right. Right. Yes. Sure. Could y'all figure out? Oh, so the 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 t-shirt boobs were kind of interesting <laughs> to me because I was trying to figure out. I'm like, did the did the actors get to pick their own t-shirt boobs? Because one of them had larger boobs. Well, than the, the other. whole was joke that like was a choice. The, the joke was that Billy Crystal was wearing the African American colored shirt right. with the big boobs, and right. Edgar Hines wearing the little boob. Uh, right. Oh, and you know what? That that nuance was lost on me. I, I yeah, missed it's that a, point. it's it's a joke that. I wonder if he even played really well in 1986. Not at if all. it was really like a pair, like oh, ha, ha, they're wearing opposite shirts. Yeah, I just put the <laughs> I put the gif in uh, in our chat, and yeah, now I now I see it. <laughs> I didn't see it right. until now. I even bothered to make a gif out of the damn thing. That's funny, <laughs> but it never occurred to me that it was like, oh, here's the white one, here's the black one. But right. also in '86, so- where we all just like. Black ladies have the biggest boobs. White ladies have the smaller <laughs> ones. Were we saying? We didn't have we didn't have a I lot of experience at that point. Probably buy T-shirts for both um, exactly both colors with big and small boobs. Yeah, you got to cover all your demographics and get the most money possible. <laughs> That's right. Why aren't there like yoga pants for women with you know, you know, just you know the same thing? Oh, with like thing. a wiener. Because because yeah, wieners like, are gross. Yeah. That's why. Because no, no one likes a wiener. <laughs> a airbrushed wiener on a pair of yoga pants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, did you guys? Did you guys notice at the top of the thing we had Al Leong in this thing again? Yeah. Oh yeah, just like half a second. I was so disappointed it, it, we didn't get more. I know. And Walrus it, mustachioed henchman. Yeah, and he's yeah. been in a hundred of the movies we've seen. Well, probably not that many, yeah. but a lot. Yeah. And uh, I every time I see him, I'm like, oh, somebody drink or something. I don't know what you do when you see that guy. We're supposed to do something when we see him. Right. Um, okay. Well, if, got- we're gonna, if, if we're going to go to the top of the movie, I just have to say this movie has one of the worst beginnings I've ever seen on Film Sack for sure. Like top five worst begin. It's no wonder that it escaped me as a young man. I, if I had been flipping around and I saw the very beginning of this movie, I would have been bored out of my mind by the worst establishing shots I've ever seen in right. fog. And they have like – they have this uh, where they've generated snow and flung it around on things. Mm-hmm. It was like a weird splattering of white snow in, yeah. in areas. That really yeah. odd. It yeah. says it's, it's fun. The, the and- trivia says they use some kind of foam for for snow, and it it yeah. looked it looked pretty bad. It wasn't great. And and watching the first minute of all of these shots of the city of Chicago in the eighties, I was just like, how did they not go get some more better shots? It was terrible, well, like the, embarrassingly bad. It was. I and think so, it was meant to look gritty, though, right? Right, like the, right. It's meant, meant to look bleak, as so you have a, a stronger contrast when they go to to Florida. Yeah, yeah but it yeah. it didn't look bleak. It just looked bad. Like it just looked <laughs> like like a, an amateur had had got all these shots, and then someone was just like, "We just got to throw them in there. Don't 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 worry about getting retakes or edits or anything." And maybe that was our director because he, he was coming off 2010. All these grandiose shots. He's like, "I don't." care mm. but then just but then, get some stuff mm. that the introduction of the movie uh ends with a 
beautiful crane shot that comes into our actors talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where was this guy? Where mm-hmm. this cinematographer right here? Yeah. Why, why was he not out getting all of the earlier shots of Chicago and, and making it look however he wanted it to look? Cause it was beautiful. This is the biggest crane I've ever, I've ever imagined. And it swoops in and there they are already in the middle of the, of the dialogue that they've got going on. And Gregory Hines has a Pepsi mm-hmm. in a, in a paper bag. And it's like, it's just like, you could tell, you could tell from the neck of the bottle. Like it was the first thing I noticed, like, Oh, he's not drinking booze. That's, oh, that's yeah. a Pepsi. It's a, it's a Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. It's a Pepsi generation. It's about the time Michael Jackson got his hair burned off or whatever happened then. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so, uh, okay. I got a new segment on the show and I'm going to test it today. So here's a, just a little taste of this. A blind spot on a dazzling neon lit street. All right, I don't know why that's the thing. It just shouldn't be. I want to recast this for a remake, and here's who I'm picking. All right, recast your two main characters. Don't care about everybody else. There, they can we can fill. You know that that just happens on its own. But if we're going to recast, I want everyone to think about what they'd choose. Here's who I want. This needs to be 2020, or can I can I like recast it in 1950? No, it needs to be 2020. It needs to be people today. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I picture a young Rock Hudson. (laughs) Well, I was just, I was wondering if I could get, uh, you know, um, get out all those Sammy silent, Davis Jr. Yeah. Sam, Sammy Davis Jr. would have been amazing in this movie. He might have been all right. But yes, recasting in a modern era, here's who I go with. The guy that plays J.B. Smooth on uh, 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 Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forget his real name. Uh, that guy is my Gregory Hines replacement. Uh, and I have a photo I will show you guys later where it freaking looks like him while he's fishing. So it's totally him. I want him. <laughs> And then I want Matthew Rise from uh, A Million Things. I want him to be the Billy Crystal character. I just, I I just want to restate well. the first. J.B. Smoove plays Leon on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Leon, yeah, correct. Okay, all right. Uh, he's my Gregory Hines. Matthew Rise, uh, currently in the series uh, Perry Mason on HBO, uh, known for his run on The Americans. I want that guy as the uh, Costanzo character. That's who I want. All right, you guys now take a crack. All right, all right. here's mine. Here's mine. <clears throat> Uh, Jay Farah uh, from SNL oh, yeah. and other things. Yeah, Jay Farrow, yeah, Ray, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gregory Hines okay. or Billy Crystal. Doesn't okay. matter. Okay. Uh, and and then uh, John Mulaney. Is, oh, that'd be uh, all right. I love yeah. the John Mulaney pull because I was thinking you needed like, I was, who's the other guy from SNL that was, um, he's not on there anymore. Michael, uh, Michael Che? Not news, Michael Che. No, a couple seasons ago. Okay. And he's on, he's on parents or single parents or something right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's a single parent. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could remember the guy's name. Um, what, what, what were some of his character names? He was he was like jack of all trades as far as like um, impersonations. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, Man, Keenan Thompson does hilarious Keenan things. Thompson. He's been around for he's been around forever. Jay Farrow did to me is one of the greatest impressionists. Taron that has been Taron SNL Killam. and Taron Dick, Oh yeah, Terry. Yeah, 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 yeah Taron yeah. Killam would be your Taron Billy Crystal. Younger cop, and then I would do someone who's, uh, uh, who's the guy on uh, Westworld? Uh, oh, <laughs> for your black cop, freaking your, uh, um, uh, uh, fr- uh, ah, he was he was also yeah. in the 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 James Bond movie, Jeffrey uh, Wright, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Wright, yeah, 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 Jeffrey Wright. All right, and he'd be your, he's little, he can do I, he can do kind of he can do amused he can do right, you yeah, know, he can flip a, a kid off and go yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
Not a problem. I want right. I want Maya Rudolph and Leslie Jones is the alternate. <laughs> you uh, could totally do it. You could go female. If you're going to recast, you know, right. you, well, you, you, you may as well make it Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. Just make it <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. And this that's this movie's been made like five times in the last five years. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Oh, you know, you know what? That's a really good point. I feel like maybe they have made this movie a million Kate times. Kate McKinnon and yeah, uh, yeah. right. Is this the first okay? So is this the proto? version of what we're talking about like the lethal weapons and of the world and the, the, and buddy the cop, tango and buddy cash cop. things and i don't mean necessarily buddy cop is a pure concept but this kind of buddy cop movie where someone's funny but there's some serious tone but then they're funny again did this start uh, 48 that? hours i think uh but neither one of, yeah eddie murphy yeah, is probably the that's a good one because he's the comedian and he's yeah you yeah, know what 48 hours i'm giving the, that's a good that one. was the first one good good, good call. yeah I don't think anybody came before that. I mean, like, what else was there? There had to have been something. Not, not in this form. There's been plenty of buddy cop movies. According to uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, Akira Kurosawa's 1949 Japanese film Stray Dog, starring right, right, Toshiro right. Mifune and Takashi Shimura, is considered a precursor to the buddy cop film genre. Once again. Yeah. I don't know by right. whom. Yeah. But- <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, I don't know. He's he's. Freaking Seven Samurai inspired all sorts. I'm like, that wouldn't yeah. surprise me. That dude was way right. ahead of his time. I do, I do yeah. want to go back 20 years for my answer though, because one of the greatest surprises in like action and comedy for me of all time is the end of the movie Exit Wounds when uh, Steven Seagal and DMX are the stars of this movie, but Anthony Anderson and Tom Arnold get paired up. <laughs> and again, this is this is 20 years ago, but they're just they're just they had such chemistry. And I came out of Exit Wounds going, oh, those two are going to make some movies together, and they didn't. They never made a movie together. And huh. and Anthony Anderson is still one of the most entertaining people on television. You know, he's he's great. I just, yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, I also I really him. like Tom Arnold in uh, the that thing. Lies. Yeah, True Lies. I can't remember any names today. What's wrong with Dude. you? Yeah. Um, I know we've talked about the Lethal Weapon TV show mm-hmm. uh, before, but the uh, but Sean William. So after they replaced uh, the first guy, who was apparently a lot of trouble on offset or on set, but off camera, uh, they brought in Sean William Scott to be paired up with oh, Damon yeah, Wayans, yeah, yeah. and that was a really good. That could be a really good pairing for a movie like right. this. Well, and it it just already exists. Like they could just go make, exists, totally they could just go make a movie. Like like yeah. a, they, like stop making your TV show and make a feature length. Is that still being episode? made? The good still... news is they did stop making that oh, TV okay. show. Uh, <laughs> I, that was a risky Wish effort. Granted. Anything where you yeah. take a movie I don't know. It's like video games used to be where they'd take a movie or a TV property and make a game out of it. You just knew it was bad, like full yeah. full force, like this wasn't going to be good. That's changed well, also, now. Like it's different now. Licensing has changed and Things are just different now, but I wish that would happen with movies because the minute I heard they were making a Lethal Weapon series, I went, "Oh no, 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 that's bad. Yeah. That's not going to I mean, be good. I don't, be so bad. I, yeah. I don't hate. I want them to experiment with stuff like that. Sometimes you get greatness, and and then sometimes you get twenty one seasons of Hawaii Five O, and you're like, how yeah, is this how in the world? How? Yeah. Well, it, that's an- I, I hold I hold nothing. Uh, I hold nothing precious. As long as it doesn't destroy the original, I hold nothing precious. Well, uh, and they and rem- they can't. remake it as many times you want. Yeah, they never I can take away it. the thing you love in the first place. That's never going to happen. Yeah. There's news lately that they're making a new planes, trains, and automobiles with Will Smith well, and fine. and Kevin Hart. Fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm excited actually. I'm actually excited about it. I'm I, not I like excited, but I don't. I don't. It's not like it has any effect on my love of the original. Like so if it comes out and it's yeah. great, if it's awesome great that'd be wonderful then we got two we can look at and go man these are both great or yeah. it could suck and that's okay too because i still have the original so 
It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just go (laughs) make all your dumb shit. And if it's good, it's good. And we know it's good. We know things can be good. Like I never in the dream of all dreams thought that. All right. Just forgive me for this. But I never thought that after (laughs) Thunderdome, I never thought that after Thunderdome, two Babe in the Pig movies or Babe, Babe, Pig movies, Babe in the Pig. Uh, and uh and and those happy feet movies uh that that we were on the other side of that going to get the classic that is mad max fury road it just seemed impossible to me that he could pull it off so that taught me once and for all you can be wrong about this stuff in the right hand something can blow our minds go for it make your thing and go ahead and remake this make running scared again i i think i've said this a million times in the show and i'll keep preaching it probably till the day i die every generation uh, needs to experience Romeo and Juliet from the voices uh, of their own peers. It's oh, a story that is timeless and it's the coming of age. And yeah. it's also the conflict is, is universally understandable. And I never get mad when they make another one because you know why every generation needs it. And as such, I feel like these new stories that we're, you know, that we have now are just, modern classics that we just don't realize are classics yet. And if you want to remake them, remake them. Yeah, sure. Doesn't bother me. When was our last, was, uh, was the DiCaprio Romeo and Juliet, the last really big. No. Okay. Last, last big one. I would say no, cause it's been plenty since then. Uh, sure. At least a few, but the last one our generation liked probably. Probably. <laughs> probably that, that's the last time our generation said, yeah, we accept this. Everything else is trash. Um, See, my yeah, my, my kid watched a... Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very, oh sure, uh, okay. Animated. So there's a yeah, whole Wikipedia uh, article. It's called "Lists of Films Based on Romeo and Juliet," and I'm um, trying to find one that's. Is this by date? It's not by date. Oh, well, that's a, that's lame. Okay, that's well, there's lame. a there's a ton of them. In 2017, there was a web series adapted that was at a fictional high school, literally called Romeo and oh, Rome and Julie. Right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, trying sure. to make it more hip. Uh, but if you go back a ways, there's Romeo is bleeding. Let's see. Romeo et Juliet. Let's see. Seal- I remember Romeo is bleeding. I never considered that to be a an adaptation. Huh. You just thought it was a guy bleeding. Well, it was Gary, it was Gary Oldman and uh, <laughs> not Celia Ward. What was her name? Was it Celia Ward? Maybe Celia Ward. Mm. It, was, it was a good Gary Oldman film, actually, like, right. but more like a Pulp Fiction-y kind of thing than a adaptation of Romeo. Uh, last, last Lion big King, one was, last Lion uh, King 2 Simba's Pride was considered a uh, yeah. Romeo and Juliet movie weird yeah uh, warm bodies anytime you have it's you know love that is forbidden based on you know uh, either right so warm bodies is a zombie or, zombie movie yeah yeah uh, that's based on Romeo and Juliet yeah, right yeah 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 I saw that in theaters I guess so right it's you know the the two different factions whether it's yeah. by social class or by it's, for, it's forbidden love and it's like everybody's yeah. like telling you it can't happen and you go but it has to happen love knows no bounds <laughs> i mean even the fr- little italy starring hayden christensen and emma roberts <laughs> p- rival pizza shop families in toronto's little right. neighborhood eventually find common ground when their two young members yep. fall in love That's and it. then kill each other yep. <laughs> Right. That's the thing they skip in a lot of these films. They don't they don't they don't go by the old Shakespeare yeah, <laughs> tragedy that it was. They try to make it more of a comedy upbeat usually. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they my, they try. My uh my remix of the ending of Romeo and Juliet is always that they kill each other instead of killing themselves. Uh-huh. <laughs> like because like it just I, I don't know why, but them killing themselves just seems so archaic. 
but right. them accidentally poisoning each other makes me Oops. makes me feel like oh yeah that that that'll happen to stupid teenagers yeah i do think that baz lerman though that one i think that's the one i like that one that's the dicaprio <laughs> one i think that one's pretty yeah. rad yeah i could watch that again it's been a while <laughs> i don't know that's a we i don't think we'd ever film sack that thing because they the whole point of it was they they set sure. it in modern gang town south la but yeah. it was um but it's all the language of shakespeare so they didn't take that part out so it's still a lot of doth mine image uh, protest thee before thine blah, 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 like all that shit is in there and then and then they say bosom and we all laugh yeah we all laugh <laughs> at the bosom it's so body man so body to say right. bosom this uh this movie went to great lengths to make everyone sound like they were from Chicago. But every now and then an extra or like just an actor who had one line was clearly a person who had never been to Chicago or recognized <laughs> the accent at all. And that was just fascinating to me. I really I really appreciated it when every now and then someone sounded like they were from California because the like the, the movie cast like some local actors. Yeah. You know, right. like they they really they really thought that through. Well, isn't my, but isn't uh isn't Chicago kind of mostly a, a transient city where it's like people come and go? I mean, is that? I mean, my yeah, it's understanding a, of Chicago. I mean, it's Midwest in the in the old sense, and it's it's a right. It's a you know the train comes through here kind of place where it used to be. But I think it's enough of in a modern sense. Local, I think it's I right. Think, I think there's a local sure. thing. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's d- highly distinct from say Milwaukee. Right. 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 Sorry for anybody I just offended, but Chicago <laughs> and Milwaukee are the same thing to everyone outside of those. Yeah. I went Chicago to, has, when, when Chicago, I was in Chicago, we went to Milwaukee to watch a Brewers game. So that's how close they are. They're very close you physically. From, and, you go from Milwaukee to Chicago. The only thing that changes is that suddenly there's a bunch of flags with red stars on them. That's it. That's the difference. <laughs> wow. All right. So, uh, but anyway, but yeah. it was like, this was Chicago AF, the movie. Like, yeah, 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 right. It's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. This was not the good part of Chicago. This was the part of Chicago my uh, Airbnb was when I went there in March for the, uh, uh, for the, the last travel I ever did. <laughs> I want the Airbnb running scared experience. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was like, oh, yeah, that really, the place where they're playing basketball really looks like the field that we had to walk through to get to the L to take the hour long ride or 40 minute ride, right. long, uh, long ride into downtown Chicago. Jeez. <laughs> That Sounds basketball rough. game, that pickup game is going yeah. on all the time, yes, mm-hmm. day or night. Oh yeah, you're always and then uh, people playing basketball in the snow gives me anxiety. I can't stand it. Yeah, yeah. Playing basketball oh, in the really? snow, wow. I've done it before, and it's it's horrible. It's a horrible way to play basketball. It shouldn't wow. be done. There's really, snow really and ice. any sport is horrible to play in the snow. Just pretty much any sport. Yeah, I mean, but unless at least you're football, big, you're scheme, right? well, if you're football, you got you know cleats with like spikes on them and stuff. If you so play it's really basketball. the slipping and falling aspect of it. It's not the oh, fact that the the ball turns into a really heavy rock. It's because the <laughs> it's it's a combination. The ball constricts and is is cold and and it, hurts. And your fingers when you when you oh my oh, gosh the, the finger jamming oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're trying oh. to be agile but you're wearing enough clothes where you can't really do that and then the ball goes into a snowbank and you're like who's digging it out of that I don't want to blah, blah, blah. I hate it I hate snowball <laughs> right. it's the worst. All right, I'm going to play uh, this because we got to talk about this. Hold on. Gross. Okay. Today's <laughs> today's edition of What Gross Scott Out. Uh, any guesses before I tell you? 
What grossed oh, me out? Wow. It's, it's got to uh, be street people, right? I mean, there's nope. so many street people just nope. doing all kinds of street things. Nope, no street people. Just drinking, uh, drinking a bottle of Pepsi that somebody else is drinking. Uh, <laughs> no, but that is gross. <laughs> Uh, we will allow that into the court documents for uh, for later use because any, any time Billy Crystal was shirtless. <laughs> no, I, I didn't find <laughs> no, okay. that too gross. I found Gregory right. Hines a little thin, and maybe that's fine, but a little thin for a cop that needs to be not that thin. But anyway, no, uh, it's not that. They were they were definitely of the I've I've seen Billy Crystal shirtless before, and and, and he <laughs> definitely was he was he was definitely shaven. Everybody was very very well, sh- you know. Clean shaven. They were the shorn, show. yeah. It was like shorn, yeah. Right, right now, I weigh more than Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines combined. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, they are so small. Yeah, they're yeah. very little. Throw, throw Jimmy Smiths in there, and you got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal. Uh, was, it, was it? Uh, was it? Uh, deep pants to Pantleone? Nope. Was that what grossed you out? <laughs> nope. Did that gross me out really bad? No, that didn't yeah. bother me. That didn't bother well, me. Well, it did me because he had those little. He had those little. Uh, Little speedo looking. Uh, oh, called, right, yeah, right. yeah. I didn't need to see that. That's funny. For a minute there, he was Joey No Pants. Yeah, Joey No Pants. Hey, yeah. I didn't think of that. Could you, you please let it somehow be uh, Billy Crystal rubbing the tip of his gun <laughs> all up a guy's nose and nostril and inside <laughs> his face? Nah, that didn't bother me either. Okay, here's what got yeah, me. Right. It was a right. uh, little kid running through the hall, busting into the room. And hugging on his naked mom sitting naked on the floor. Mom. There's yeah. something about, and I real look. I know that you know when a baby's an infant, there's, there's nothing wrong. You got a parent in the tub with them. They're all having a bath. That stuff's fine. And I don't even mean any of this is sexual. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when I'm eight, because that's about how old that kid was. I'm not wanting to hug on my naked mom on the floor. Right, right, and and, and right. don't forget, don't forget, we're always implying that the bad guy when he's not up to doing no good. He's having sex. So you know they were just having sex. <laughs> yeah, they were. Because he ran out in his little yeah. speedo of his own making. Right. Yeah. 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 They were doing the do. Yeah, and then they had pants throwing contest and that, that you know, got real I, I so wanted to say, throw me the pants, I'll throw you the whip. There was nothing he was throwing back, so <laughs> I had to skip it. <laughs> throw, you the, throw you the hostage. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so that grossed me out and nothing else really did, which I don't know. My memory was it was more violent than it was. It was, uh, you know, what I think got me is in the my original viewing when Jimmy Smith's is now dead and is yeah. coming down the escalator and he gets mm-hmm. to the very bottom and and it starts. He lays there and it's just clicking his foot. So his foot's jumping yeah. from the, yeah, from the yeah. stair moving. I think I remember being slightly traumatized by that because hmm. I was always weirded out by not death, but death where the world keeps moving. Yeah. The concept yeah, right. that 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 when you die. There's nothing like, oh, and your eyes close and you turn to the left and now everyone's sad. That's great and all. But what really happens is things like this. You come down to the bottom of that thing and it's still going as if it's just helping people walk on the escalator. So what does that mean? Your foot's <laughs> gonna go, going to go. I'm trying to help gunk. still. I'm still it, trying to help you. Just something really haunting about that. And- yeah, there was something haunting. And I, it actually struck me in a different place. Uh, that may have struck you, but the same emotion came over me after Joey Pants was killed. And Billy Crystal was just going through his stuff, not even looking at him. They've had this entire mm-hmm. day's worth of hanging out together, yeah. uh, you know, and just all day being together. And then here he is dead. Yeah. And it's just like, whatever, I'm just yeah. taking the stuff. Let's just go. Because yeah. he's a lovable thing. informant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that whole thing where they don't know that the other uh, henchmen are undercover cops. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that was too fraught for me. I couldn't, I couldn't 
enjoy that it, that whole concept. It just like it felt well. Like, it was a great, and it was also a great Deus Ex Machina, right? Like it's right, the only yeah. way they could get out of the situation where Smith isn't about to kill him. Yeah, it's a good point. Also, this uh, speak. Oh, go ahead. Smiths, by the way, you were talking about the the uh, escalator. Uh, less less concerned about dying and having your feet thump 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 across the stairs <laughs> mm. is the fact that he has long hair, and you go near that teethy yeah. part of the escalator oh. at the very end where the stairs go down. <laughs> that thing is like eating your hair like that old Cabbage Patch doll from nineteen ninety one. I mean, I, I can't speak for any of the rest of you, but when I was a kid, mm. terrified me the teethy part. Yeah, terrified oh, me. I'd get to the bottom and, and, and be come like, to ah. find out. That's not even the scary part. Actually, the place people most mostly die at is is the is the uh, is the the step after where you could actually just think of fall apart and you could fall down in. That's yeah. actually the part that's dangerous. Yeah, oh, yeah. really. Yeah. Oh, yeah, But all of us as a kid just I just freaked me out getting off and having the speed change like the scent like yes, those airports yeah. with those ones where they're like Solik has this big long concourse. Yeah, of, the moving walkway. Yeah, the moving walkway. Yeah. I hate that because. I'm walking normal on the walkway, which makes me seem like I'm going 50 miles an hour. And then when I get to the end and you step off, your whole world changes. I, I, I can't hate it because it's like a superpower. I, I love it. I like the flash. I, love right. it. I can't it's hate like it. It's like kryptonite hits you at the very yeah. end of the moving walkway. I'm, I'm, yeah. so, I'm so disappointed when I have to get off. And I'm like, oh, I'm just back at regular speed now. I did not love My that. superpower has been removed. Uh, this movie loved, loved the Mac-10s, man. It was oh, into yeah, those. Yeah, this was there. the machine gun of the eighties. And I'm telling you, I, oh, I right. cannot think of a of a gun that had more movie play in yeah. the nineteen in that decade than the Mac ten right. uh submachine gun. I just cannot think yeah. of another one that did. And this movie loved that gun. Everybody had mm-hmm. one. Shooting them, Everybody's getting them, one. stealing it. You now you're shooting one <laughs> and you've got one and they're just shooting each other and you know, that dude that played uh, the fake Kramer on Seinfeld made a bulletproof oh, yeah. class and then you're shooting that and it doesn't work. And... <laughs> right. That guy's cool. I like him. That guy's cool. Uh, also, oh, what? I was looking him up and there was like one. one Breaking Bad one recently. His... He did. Uh, he was the uh, Breaking Bad junkyard owner guy that was helping yes, Jesse. And yes. All that. Right. So you saw him in El Camino mm-hmm. and, and Breaking Bad. Larry Hankin. Is that who you're talking about? The- Larry uh, Hankin. Yeah, that guy's yeah. great. This is a guy who looks like a Larry Hankin, doesn't he? <laughs> he yeah, so much. <laughs> so I've, just, I've just been looking it up because it stuck in my craw when you when you were describing the Uzi <laughs> Mac 10. Yeah. So a Mac a Mac 10 is real noticeable because it's very flat on the side. Yeah, this was these were not Mac 10s. These were Uzis. Oh, uh, Uzi has these these really uh, handsome like stripes down the side. And like they, they go out of their way in this movie to have a scene where the two our two leads are packing magazines for their Uzis, yep. and it's just like your cops sitting in a bar packing magazine. It was like, why right. why are they doing this? Oh, because they love those guns. They want us to really see the guns. Yeah, you know yeah. what I love about Uzi? I have no knowledge about why they're called Uzis. It just feels like. That was the noise you make when you shoot it. It's like, oh yeah, like, Uzi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. That makes me. Up, that's disturbed. I'm going to tell you right now. Here's the uh, Uzi, which is. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, the Action Arms Limited manufacturer made a, call, a gun called the semi-automatic Uzi. Uzi. There's also the micro Uzi and a mini Uzi, which are both machine pistols. Uh, it says here <laughs> that they. Pistol. Let's see. It was okay. Uh, they were designed by a checklist of guy. What does Z stand for? It looks like it's not a, it's not an acronym. It's just 
can be. This is the description, right? It's like, oh yeah, this gun's a feel this gun. It's a poppy. Here, touch this one. Oh, they, feel that pop pop. Yeah, yeah, they just they just that's an Israeli brand, so it's you know, like it's a, it's a Hebrew word. Oh, Hebrew? what's it mean? Shooty? Here it is. Know, Hebrew for <laughs> no, I can tell you. Uh hold on. Is this it? Wait, what's this? Uzi. No, I don't need to hear how let's say it. <laughs> Easy. Easy. All right. Uh, submachine guns variants of the Hebrew for what? Bullet. It doesn't Shooter. say. Bullet tosser. It doesn't actually say what the Hebrew meaning is. Gun that shoots. That's it. I don't know. It's a name. It's like Smith and Wesson. It's a name. All right. I'm fine with no, that. No, no. That's not just a name. Smith and Wesson's a name. Literal <laughs> <laughs> name. Smith and Wesson. Two, Smith and two Wesson. people. Yeah. Smith. I mean, somebody tell are, Smith are and or Wesson. Are you telling me there's like, uh, I don't know, Tom Uzi out there somewhere? Is that what you're saying? Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Tom Uzi. That's the guy. <laughs> Yeah. The thing I wanted to say about the guns in this film is that this movie was no rifles allowed. Yeah. Everybody's got handguns, tons of handguns, yeah. no rifles. Nobody is able to shoot someone at a distance at all. Yeah. Ever. And they all do the cop squat squat. So let's finally get to that. The cop squat is this thing that everyone in the 80s and 70s did where they would yeah. stop, legs spread way apart, yeah. gun way out front, fully arms extended, looking down that yeah. barrel. No matter what gun you had, that was the that was, that was the thing. stance, and they don't that do that now. That's not a thing you see in movies now, ever. No. So and plus, it, it. I mean, first of all, it, it may give you greater balance. I'm not even sure. It doesn't seem like it would, but maybe someone could argue it. But what it does do is it increases your your ability to be shot because <laughs> you are fully playing. You're 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 expanding yourself to the maximum amount that you can be hit. Yep. Uh-huh. you're right yeah. and i'm like it's yeah. a terrible idea so J- jeremy terrible or idea. jeremy gregory hines jumps into a hallway at a house and he jumps yeah. into that stance where he's filling the hallway yes. with his right. body exactly what is my yeah. it's like it's like how you want to slow yourself down if you fall out of a plane you want to spread <laughs> right. your body out the most to catch the most right. wait is that a <laughs> thing is that a thing that's not a thing people do is it what jumping out of a plane and spreading your body yeah, out is that, how, is yeah, that why they do that is sure. that why they yeah, yeah, yeah. before Resistant. they totally yeah when you're if you do uh any sort of like group uh jumps skydiving. yeah skydiving yeah. where you're you're trying to get into circles and stuff that's how you slow yourself down to line yourself up with everybody else and position yourself i and can't believe i didn't know be, this this is i thought it was yeah. because it was the, just the way that the physics worked and they couldn't help but hold their arms and legs out oh. that way oh I no because like seen james bond dive come on well, yeah or or keanu reeves uh catching up to patrick swayze uh, and uh yeah, yeah, point true. break where he like right. positions himself like a little man missile. i i love how they always do that in movies <laughs> but there's no way i could have any thoughts no, if i was falling no... from a plane yeah. right be like, ah! yeah, I'm, i forget I'm where dead. i am when i'm doing a somersault let alone right. like... <laughs> so 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 just to clarify if somebody jumping out of a plane wanted to to like tuck they could it's not that they're i thought the wind was just yeah, so it's, hard it's, not, they had no, it's not physically impossible if that's what you're asking i didn't know it's, that i thought they yeah. were just being forced to have their arms and legs up by the wind and the drop boy i feel dumb totally about that. i mean i don't know how much it really stops you i mean it's not it's probably the difference between going 100 miles an hour and right. 89 miles an hour <laughs> yeah maybe not even that who knows anyway right. uh so i kept count we had lady butt twice two but two lady butts lady butt. We had oh, half yeah. a nipple once and then full nipple again later. Uh, and then we had one we had guy. Two. The, we had like we had four nipples whenever they were on the boat. 
Gregory uh, Hines and Billy Crystal. Oh, if you're counting their fake shirt nipples, then yes. Oh, and then no, and the, no, no, the they boat. had their shirts off when they were fishing. Yeah, I'm talking lady nipples here, the ones that get you in trouble. Oh, in well, I'm so sorry, you know, you're not concerned yeah. about yourself about well, man, man nipples or G. I thought we were, I thought we were just counting nipples. nipples. I didn't know. Yeah, if we're right. counting all nipples, then yeah, there's like oh. a exponential growth. But uh, then there was the one guy in the gym. <laughs> we got we got one guy in the gym showed his butt. That was the only other butt. So two lady butts. Oh right, no, and the, it was the uh, locker room. The uh, right. locker room. Oh, yeah, the guy walking out of the locker, locker room. Because at first I thought it was like. Uh, uh, one of our actors and i was like no that's just some random butt just walking out there all right i just realized my, i just realized gosh, uh, the, oh go ahead the locker room scene was so gratuitous, <laughs> so <Yeah>. gratuitous. <laughs> and you could tell it what? felt like the, the filmmakers were like oh we've just gotten into a cop locker room scene how do we get out of that let's have a gun go off <laughs> yeah that yeah, was yeah. pretty weird well i, I mean know. it was to it was to emphasize yeah, maybe we are getting too old for this maybe it is time to retire mm-hmm that that well because what had happened of course we they had made quite the point that billy crystal was uh able to do his death defying acts because he never concerned himself with safety and now that he actually had something to lose he was mm-hmm. afraid of losing it and so he was actually becoming a you know dangerous because of right that. and he so, needs I mean, a bulletproof vest and, and yeah the so, gregory hines now needs a bulletproof or wants a right right vest. yeah yeah and we forgot about dan hadaya so i didn't mean to skip over him oh yeah that guy's yeah. great put him in all the things ever just have him He's in great and it's really funny i kind of chuckled at the scene where uh they come back from from the keys and he says, what are you going to do down there? Open a bar? And of course, you know, Nick Tortelli giving uh, yeah. giving them shit about opening a bar. I thought it was a perfect balance of not being over the top, being a little sarcastic. Right. You know, the the captain who's a little bit, you know, he's got he's to keep these people reined in, but he also has to let them do their job. So I, I thought totally it was a good he's, It was a ridiculous screaming chief. Police chief would yeah. scream. <laughs> Such a trope. It's like they can't help themselves. It was ridiculous. Okay. Well, he didn't have to. He didn't do the give me your gun and your badge, but he did do yeah. the you're going on vacation right now. As come back immediately. Right. right. And he like, he, yes, he did. Like, you're, you're, I will have you shot if you don't <laughs> yes, go on. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't, he didn't say give me your gun and your badge. <laughs> my, uh, okay. he didn't, my, he didn't scream about words. how many. He didn't scream about how many cars they crashed. Okay. Right. right. Exactly. I do like how everybody assumes that the jumper jumped because he was getting interrogated by <laughs> yeah. by yeah. Hughes and Costanza. What weirds me out about Dan Hedaya is his IMDb photo still to this day does not look like him. I don't yeah, think that, that, one, that's that's a, like that is him. a weird picture. It's so weird. It just doesn't look like him. He's a little him. scared. Yeah. He's running he's scared. Standing scared. Yeah, standing scared. <laughs> Posing scared. Nobody's, Posing scared. But he's got, like, if you go look at any of his credits and any of his other photos, you're like, oh, yeah, that's Nick Tortelli and everything. It's like, I know that face. I know that thing. Here he is in this. It's, here he is in that. It might be the fact that he's clean shaven because in everything else, doesn't he have, like, a really gruff kind of scruff yeah. to him? Uh, yeah, it always looks like he's a street. Yeah. Maybe Looking not. Looking at him in Blood Simple, he looks pretty normal in that. I, I just don't think that's. I, I'm almost. I'm almost convinced Wait. that's not him. It's someone else. Wow. Wait. His, his Wikipedia I, page photo is even worse. Actually, I just discovered something that was a blind spot to me, and I've never realized this. And you guys can laugh at me, but as much TV as I watch, I cannot believe that I never knew there was a the Tortellis spinoff show. You didn't know oh, yeah. that? Cheers. Oh, I, I did knew not that. know that. Blink, I watched blink it. Blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. Yeah, I watched Holy it. It was Moses. like two episodes or something, or maybe more, but it was very short. It wasn't a full season. 
And uh, I was into it because I liked Nick Tortelli on Cheers. I thought that was a great idea. And it was yeah. just a bad show. Did it have, uh, did it have uh, Casey Kasem's wife? It did, apparently. Yep. It looks like from the screenshots she, anyway. She was in that. Yeah, the blonde. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they had a whole bunch of casted kids. I don't know if they were the same kids that showed up on Cheers here and there. But but yeah, they were they were going for that. And they were going to have, you know, she was going to guest star on there once in a while. What's her name? I think of her name. Uh, Rhea Perlman. Rhea Perlman. Yeah, they had, you know, it was like going to be the big first. See, was that the, that would have been the first big spinoff from Cheers? Yeah, they bought a they bought a half a season, thirteen episodes. Yeah. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah, and it was it, actually produced by Burroughs, you know, James Burroughs, Glenn yeah. and Les Charles. Wow, yeah. but yeah, just could not. It must not have been good. They got a, it. Wasn't I remember being bad? But I, but I, uh, I mean, whatever they did, they figured it out with Frasier and made a proper spinoff. I right. Guess. Yeah. Huh. But yeah. So two spinoffs from Cheers. One was very bad. One was all <laughs> it right. Takes place. It takes place in Las Vegas. Wow. Oh, really? Well, oh, missed opportunity, Brian. You can go find those eighteen episodes. I'm sure, it's yeah. Is it streaming <laughs> anywhere? You think? Probably not. Right. Hi, Hulu. No, Do you it's have not, the Tortellis? It's not streaming anywhere, but you can go to the Cracker Barrel and pick up a VHS of it. <laughs> I'm sure. That. They still, free with any purchase. That's, right, that's where all old shows that didn't make it anywhere end up. That's where yeah, they go to die. Free with purchase of grits. Perfect. Right. Perfect. Ooh, that sounds good right now. Don't say grits. Sounds really good, doesn't grits. it? Doesn't grits sound good? Grits and cheese. Oh, oh yeah. Ground corn. corn. Not, not that. Yeah. That's the cracker it. barrel of grits, though. Yeah. I'm that's, that's really craving a sausage biscuit for some reason. Oh, like, it sounds good too. Southern style biscuit with a slab of country sausage in it. Yeah. Man, we are so trained. Oh. It's like cracker barrel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've never gonna, eaten at one, so I don't even know what right. they do there. But. I'm actually going to turn on the oven so it's ready for me to throw some biscuits in. I'm currently sous vide uh, racks of ribs Ooh. that I uh, did a dry rub on overnight. Oh my goodness. Wow, we went from talking about Cracker Barrel to sous vide <laughs> uh, Like the I, absolute opposites. Since, since you brought it up, last weekend I did a, <laughs> I did a 24-hour sous vide on some, on some ribs. Uh-huh. And then I finished them on my little hibachi out on my balcony. And uh, before I put them Stay out there, folk. before I put them out there, I slab a bunch of uh, barbecue sauce on them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I put a little too much, and that caught on fire. Nice. Oh, yeah, that that was a, barbecue that sauce was is a, flammable? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had a oh. I had a fireball on the balcony. Tell you, let me tell you what something else that's very flammable. You think honey butter? You could just like butter. No, it's not. There's, there's a sugar in there. Sugar is flammable. It's the sugar. That sure. thing yeah. just lights up. Same with the the yeah, alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. But the same with the um barbecue sauce. It's got a lot of sugar in it. So yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That's- yeah. So be careful is what we're saying. Yeah, it's like it's it's the first word in Sweet Baby Ray's. It's right in the name. <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> That's the one I like. It's Sweet Baby Ray's. Everybody likes Sweet Baby Ray's. I, I, people in other countries. Universally, if you're somewhere in the world you don't get Sweet Baby Ray's, I'm so sorry for yeah, you. Yeah, sorry, uh, Morocco or wherever you are. <laughs> Morocco. <laughs> I don't know where it would be. What's he talking about? Of course we probably, get him. Probably accurate, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, let's talk about ExpressVPN. I likes me some ExpressVPN. They're supporting FilmSack. These guys are great. Uh, I don't know if you know about uh, VPNs in general, right? And how they work. But being stuck at home sucks, right? Probably don't think a whole lot about your internet privacy on your own home network. People usually do that for you at the office. But if you're stuck at home right now, working from there, you think, well, I'll fire up incognito mode and then send this report. No one will see what I'm doing. They can't see these files. My company's at no risk, right? 
Well, even incognito mode means your online activity can still be traced. Even if you clear your browser history, your, your internet service provider still sees all of the stuff. You don't want that. That's why even when I'm at home, I go online with ExpressVPN. Make sure your ISP can't see what you're doing or what you're visiting. Every one of their servers has an IP address that's shared among thousands of users. That means everything you do is anonymized and can be not traced back to you. That's good. It's important to say not. Also encrypts 100% of your data in best-in-class encryption, so your information is always protected. Feel free to give this thing a try. I want you to try it. So protect your online activity today with the VPN that I trust to secure my privacy. Visit our special link at expressvpn.com slash filmsack, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash filmsack. Again, expressvpn.com slash filmsack for more. That seems about right. Well, speaking of accuracy, wouldn't be a film sack without some clips. I have a, a number of them here. I'm going to play them. Here's that terrible intro music. <laughs> Good stuff. That is uh, Fee Waybill, uh, former lead singer of the Tubes. Tubes, love Tubes. Uh, and uh, it's funny because Tina, when we were watching this, she's like, oh, this thing, you know, this and Beverly Hills Cop had such a great soundtrack. Yeah. And I said, Beverly Hills Cop had a great soundtrack. Yes. Name it, one other <laughs> song from this movie besides that Michael McDonald thing, which, which oh. she hates because it's yeah. all like, uh, it's Yacht Rock and she hates Yacht Rock. Really? <laughs> that's so the, like, yeah. My favorite song from this movie, because I don't recall it at all, but oh my God, it freaked me out. Which one? Was the long man-sized love we oh, got in the middle of this movie. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I don't remember okay. that song, but oh my God. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I've never heard that song before. I it, it stuck with me. I couldn't go to sleep last night. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. That song was in my head. Can't believe it exists. Oh uh, yeah, man size love. Everybody, look it up. It's streaming now. All right, check this out. Could Snake be any dumber? Personal, ooh, like what? Your memoirs, your prom pictures, like the first one. Uh, my memories. Could you be dumber, Snake? Nope, can't. Couldn't be dumber. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's Joey Pants talking some more. I told you I was clean, man. You know, you wouldn't be prosecuting me if I was wearing silk suits and living on the Gold Coast. This is harassment. He's doing a weird accent in this thing. Yeah, he couldn't quite he couldn't quite get there. Yeah, because yeah. he's normally just talking like Joey Pants is all you need to do. I don't know why yeah. they made him do this. This is young. I mean, how, young, I was so. going to say how how early in his career? I guess it was pretty early was, on. We know the killer pimp in uh, Risky Business before this. Yeah. Oh, Goonies for uh, for Telly. Oh, right. Uh, uh let's see. season final charity and the cruisers he'd done he'd done four or five movies or six movies before this still, still pretty early for still him pretty early for him yeah yeah all his cool mob mob ba- sort of things and yeah his turn and a bunch of other stuff what am i thinking of that i loved him in? oh i loved him in sopranos he had a like a season-long role on that he was great in that oh my god oh he's he's yeah he's sticky fin sticky fins whiteling in spongebob squarepants <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's a, this is another word for a wiener. What do you got? A long wee wee? A long wee wee. (laughs) You got a long wee wee. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Uh, All right. What's this? Oh, I wrote, this is not how this is. This goes, but Billy Crystal tried anyway. Here you go. I will be back. 
He doesn't say I will be yeah, back. <laughs> he said, put your apostrophes in there. He says, I'll be back. Come on, Billy Crystal. Was, was that like, had, was there time for him to have seen that movie? I don't know. 86. So yeah, it's been two years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a couple of years. Yeah. 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 It was a big thing then. That's why they, I'm sure that's why you referenced it. I will be back. Ah, gosh, dang it. That's yeah. annoying. Ugh, it's really poor. I already maybe back it was, maybe there was a uh, copyright violation. Oh, you can't say I'll be back. Mm-hmm. You have to change it. So yeah. they had no trouble singing the happy birthday song, so they must have had some big money. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I don't know what this one is. I'll play it, so we'll see. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> 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 that wasn't even that wasn't even during the pinky bit that was a later uh yeah it was a later thing it was earlier actually or earlier yeah okay. i have it actually earlier actually that's the one thing i don't remember the pinky bit being so late in the movie it was like there's like 15 minutes left when he does the thing in the car yeah that feels like a way earlier thing in my memory that's right because it's right after that that he goes back home talks with his ex-wife you find out they still love each other yeah uh and then she gets kidnapped yeah, on, the way. on her way oh. out of the building yeah so dumb all right, here's Billy Crystal I, I, laughing. <laughs> All right, sorry. What, Randy? Anything? I spent the I spent the whole movie wondering about the ex-wife, n- the 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 impending remarriage or whatever it is. Like I just right. the, the whole movie, and it's, it's just because this movie this movie doesn't want to have women in it. Like it really it only it only wants there to be like uh, women who are mar- mar- marriageable. Like their their purpose is is to <laughs> be your your mate you know what i mean like, really i think because right, right, it right, feels right. like that whole uh key florida keys thing is a bunch of uh nameless es- partners escorts. escorts like yeah that's what women are they're like escorts and so like i just i don't know the whole movie i was just like where's this going with uh with the uh, the ex soon to be ex soon to be second first wife like yeah i just couldn't it, like it was I, it, it was it was to flesh out really crystal's character of not being able to grow up not being able to take a relationship and now here he is he's finally uh trying to take things serious and grow up for a minute and she's like but wait uh you yeah. know that i i love you and the only thing i didn't love was your you know your carefree attitude of not growing up and now you're gonna grow up without me mm-hmm. and it was uh yeah it was all just to forward his his character and give him something to I, listen, I, listen if I not growing up means you can have a full-size battle zone arcade machine in your right i'll stay a kid forever yep well and you'll i, I mean i agree with you but this is a movie that has a uh an officer of the court serving papers to someone in a women's bathroom like it's <laughs> it's not it's not very high-minded you know no, what i mean well not. no yeah absolutely not it's by not the way if you watched a lot of 80s drama tv cop show stuff uh, you would recognize this actress as the partner of of Hunter. You guys, yeah. You guys remember Hunter? Remember Hunter? Yeah. That was a great show, man. Well, I, I say I remember it being a great show, man. I'm sure it's not. <laughs> I just remember he, he was a little bit like the Rockford Files and that his, his sleeves always had those patches on them. He right. He had those. Uh, what, there was two shows that I always had to catch that were just, just great. I, I loved Hunter. It yeah. was just it was this good, silly cop fun uh and uh what was the oh it was uh of equalizer i had yeah, to watch equalizer. i love the equalizer dude yeah oh i'd love that Somebody, you you had to owe him something come on yeah we did That's we did see her before in eyes of laura mars oh did we she Wait, was one of her friends in, okay she was one of laura mars's friends but did we see battle beyond the stars on here if we not, did i think nope yes nope yes. no nope 
looking right now. <laughs> Which is it? <laughs> Battle. What is it? Battle Beyond the Stars. Battle Beyond the Stars. Yeah. Yes, TV, we did not. Uh, it was a TV movie, right? We That's where it definitely have not seen it. it. No, I thought it was a movie. Was it movie. fully? So yeah. I thought it was a movie. Film movie was theatrically released by New World Pictures. Uh, so five screens. Yeah, we well, we have definitely not done that. We did do the one about the Laura Mars one. We have done, but there is no. Yeah. we have not. Well, done. this one needs to be on our list. George Papard, Robert Vaughn, Sybil Danning, and uh, special <laughs> effects designed by James Cameron. Magnificent yeah, Seven never... and Outer Space. Is wow, the I, exactly what it is. I'm. I I I would have been suggesting this a long time ago if I thought we hadn't already done it. I, I, I know. Same it. here. I. <laughs> Even the spaceships look like, yeah, we've done this. Yeah, yeah we've already done this. I'm looking sure. at the, unless this uh, search thing is not correct, but quicksack. I, 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 I very much doubt that the search thing is broke. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's our. Oh, I just verified in the actual raw RSS. It's not in there either. So we're good. Yeah. Uh, currently streaming on Prime. Ooh. No. Maybe we sneak it in. I think we sneak this sneak thing in. It I mean, in. look at this. While everybody's asleep. I like it. This movie poster just screams film sack. Oh my lord! Look at that. I I, mean, I just I'm weird a, I'm lizard alien. Right two glowy people. <laughs> two glowy people. We got uh, glowy people. I mean, this is the uh, a fly a spaceship with testicles. Yeah, look boots, at that thing. Depending yeah. on how you, uh, yeah. <laughs> And it's not a we comedy, have, right? This is like a normal. It is uh, not okay. a comedy. It is. Uh, okay. We must have had it on the list and then dropped it because I have. I, I'm absolutely certain that we've been planning to see. This. We've probably had it on a list. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the trailer. Yeah, I've definitely never seen this. This looks. Really? This looks and awesome. Many times. And, and uh, the the recommended like people who like Battle Beyond the Stars also liked Flash Gordon, Film Sack, Ugh. Ice Pirates, Film Sack, Crawl, Film Sack, Black yeah. Hole, Film, yeah. film Sack, Star Every- Crash, Film Sack. Yeah, everything else we've ever seen is like <laughs> Last Starfighter, Dragon Slayer. Uh, yeah, this looks like some serious like. And this is the this is the phase we are in. Hollywood was in this phase of hey, we want to make a Star War. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's what this is. Oh, I would totally watch that. Looks watch like this. it was filmed on the set of the uh, Space Mountain at uh, Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. If we don't watch this, we are bad stewards of film sack. <laughs> we are. I think maybe after happen. our next movie, we we fit this. Yeah, we got to sneak sneak this in. All right. Um, sorry, where the hell was I? Oh yeah, right here. Listen to this one. This is. Uh, oh, I have a question about what it what what this even is. Here you go. I don't know why they can't call a pizza man or chicken delight. Chicken delight. What the hell is chicken delight? Chicken delight. What that is was that? an old delivery. Like you could get chicken delight. Uh, I remember, I remember hearing about this, but never. Chicken delight. Oh, it's still a thing you can do. <laughs> you can still order food. Uh, they got a code. They got a code. Don't cook tonight. Chicken delight. Yes, I remember the. I remember the. Uh, the, the the jingle it says oh, here they, they got a COVID nineteen update. Our dining rooms are now at fifty percent capacity. Uh, blah blah blah. They have store locations. You can still get delivery. I never even heard of these guys. It's probably because oh, I'm going to get delivered gold Coast, belly style. Right? Yeah, it's, it's probably like, uh, Oh, it's okay, so what, the only locations now are in Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a Saskatchewan one, but that's it. <laughs> but this is different than Chicken Tonight, right? right? Chicken Tonight was this other thing with a jingle, I feel like Chicken Tonight. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. different. Is that actually called Chicken Tonight or was that just part yeah, of that? Okay. But that's something tonight. you get in the stores. Chicken tonight. <laughs> chicken delight gold. was a delivery thing. But. I don't see Gold Belly has a uh, chicken delight. That makes me sad. Gold Belly. 
Yeah, you don't ever wear anything from Gold Belly? What the hell's Gold Belly? Is that like DoorDash? Sometimes I think Utah is just in in another planet. Right. I've never heard of Gold Belly either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So put Gold Belly as Bond villain? No, no. Gold Belly (laughs) will send you meal kits from restaurants that you are not local to you. It's a little expensive. But if you really want to experience something, we're all in lockdown anyway. And if you can't go out and spend your go out money. They're specialized in sending you food from these iconic restaurants. Yeah. So, like, if you want uh, a pastrami sandwich from Katz's Deli from Manhattan, Gold Belly will send it to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they have. Usually the kit. Oh, you know what? They. We're listed as stuff you can get, like this Lay Madeline place we I, I go to a lot. They make these Queen Amons yeah. that are amazing. Anyway, oh, so it is, it's exp- it's it's a little expensive, but you know what? I mean, if if you're stuck at home, you can't really spend in your vacation money. Why not bring the vacation to you? Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is it is like a okay. I need this certain pastrami sandwich from so and so's deli on right. you know in in uh, on the Upper East Side. Then mm-hmm. you're you're doing this. Yeah, I'd never heard Speaking. of this. Speaking of La Madeline, I it is the perfect example of a chain restaurant that is just dying in this pandemic. Like mm. I I I crave La Madeline regularly. I don't know why. There's just something about it's a chain. Yeah. It's only the only one I know of. I didn't know it was a uh, chain. Well, it used to, it used to be like 500 restaurants, and now it's down to a dozen because they just it must be a different one the one i'm thinking of is this one bakery in downtown salt lake city and they don't have any others mom and pop own place yeah Yeah, i've been there with uh jason and corinne yeah they own the they own another the same couple own a place called oh shit ava's bakery which is different and they have food there anyway but yeah i think you're thinking of something else these guys are long time salt lake only middle of town deal and they're very good. Those those Queen Amons will put you in a grave. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, Gold Belly Gold Belly is a ripoff. Uh, Mouth dot com is a ripoff. I'm yeah, sorry. it just is. It is yeah. all well. You know they got it. They got it. They got operating costs. It's expensive to set all this up. And I'm sure there's everything's a ripoff unless unless it is something that you're willing to pay for. I mean, well, it's what you value, right? So right, it's what you value. So I mean, yeah, I would not value Gold Bellies, but somebody might. Yeah, sure. definitely wouldn't be. I right. mean, like I said, you got to put it in perspective. I mean, if you had vacation money and you were planning to go to some place, and one of the things that really turns you on is eating, uh, you know, the local the local eateries. If that's really a big thing to you, then this is this is the way to go. It's like how, God, but it, a but a local place that makes food that's kind of like where you're going to go is yeah. far better than oh, oh, always. Yeah, always shop local. I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. With always that, shop local first. Unless however. you're unless you're Hawkeye Pierce and you really want Adam's ribs. And <laughs> right. They deliver. The so, however, if there's an experience that you're wanting that can only be uh, experienced at a place that's outside of your reach currently because of COVID-19. I think that's you know, fine. It's all right. Fine. All right. Well, look, I'm going to say this, this. I'm always going to support local first. Here's my always. here's my reply to you. This is what Billy Crystal would say right. to you. Why don't you go put your nuts in a microwave? All right. Go do that. There you go. <laughs> that was a, such a classic sound, by the way. Mm-hmm. Billy Crystal's voice mm-hmm. with that yeah. ambience saying that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just took me back. Like, that. you could have just played a clip from When Harry Met Sally, and I wouldn't know the difference at all. Yeah, that's Billy Crystal as hell, that thing, that moment. All right, here's him it's predicting the it's internet. It's a bit with Christopher Guest from SNL. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like when you, you know, you go and put your nuts in a microwave. Oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. I used to love that. Uh, Billy Crystal predicted the internet. You guys didn't know that, but he did. And here's how I know it. 
Here you go. I will be the first one online. Okay, he's going to be the first one online. <laughs> Nobody says that anymore when they're talking about being no. in a line. So, crack me up. Yeah. Poor aunt, whatever her name was, convenient yeah. death. Convenient death aunt Rose. Yeah. yeah, convenient death aunt Rose. All right, here's donut ding. ding. All right, and let's see what else we got here. Oh, all the Italian stereotypes in one run-on sentence. You don't look like a Costanza. Hey, I'm a paisan, huh? What do you expect? Huh? What do you want me to do? Cook you up a pot of ragu? I'm going to sweat garlic for you? Sing an opera? Lose a war? Huh? <laughs> Lose a war. <laughs> Lose a war is a oh good one. God. That's a good one. That was awesome. Uh, this is uh, some audio I got from Ibbett's mom, I guess. I guess this is prom <laughs> night, but this is you at the door as as she's leaving. Or as you're dropping the girl off after the oh, okay. night of uh-huh. prom after, or after date. prom. Might yep. have been homecoming. I'm not sure. But here's what you said to her. This visit has been a courtesy. Jeez, you were rude. Wow. Man. Rude. Yeah. Well, she wasn't. She, you know. she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't all we got, we, we got interrupted by somebody coming over and flipping the siren on my motorcycle. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's Heinz yelling. Yeah. All right. That's when he found the money, the 50 grand or whatever, which must have been like a billion dollars to those people in 1996. <laughs> right? Jeez Louise. All right. Here's one that's, uh, what's this? I don't know. What the, oh, <laughs> Dan Hedaya saying something funny. We do not know. You are the detectives. Go and detect. There you go. It's pretty good. Go detect. That's very Dan Hedaya. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something with Uzis here. Competition. That's what the Uzis are for. Yeah. This Uzis. I don't know why I keep saying Mac 10s. Why do I keep saying that? It's a different gun. I don't know yeah. what's wrong with me. Uh, read him his rights or read yourself your own rights. If I cannot afford an attorney, one will be appointed to me by the court. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty great little yeah. yeah. The, do the Miranda rights, uh, could he get off by just saying, uh, they didn't read me my Miranda rights. I said them myself. That, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The Miranda warning. Mm-hmm. So much. They used it three times in this, maybe four times. Yeah. It was big back then. Uh, yeah. yeah, we really thought that was dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. a really good thing to have in your script. Mm-hmm. Like the bad guys all of a sudden have to drop their guns as soon as you start reading them their Miranda rights. Right. Uh, let's see. Miranda writes, I was just curious while you guys were talking about it, when did this first start happening? Miranda warnings became a thing during uh Oh, here it is. 1966. It was a US Supreme Court case called Miranda versus Arizona. Uh, the person in the case felt like they sh- should have known their rights and that was not a thing. Now it's a thing. So you have to do it. Yeah. Clear, concise language. Yeah. That's what that is. Um, all right. Here's uh, the sun is setting. The sun is setting. Can't you see it? Okay. She was great. <laughs> drink and fish. There's nothing to do down here but drink and fish. I don't know anything about fishing. Yeah, I get it. Cause he knows how he drinks a lot. So he, he doesn't yeah. just know how to fish. <laughs> All right, Gregory Hines again. Yes, this is another yes. He did get to two of those. <laughs> well, that was the second. That was a different one. Different one. Different one. Yes. Really? Here, I'll, I'll wow. play. I'll play them separate so you can just hear them. All right. So here's one. Yes. And now this one. Yes. <laughs> wow. So the, the first did one, one of those was take place uh, uh, right before Billy Crystal flicked on the motorcycle <laughs> siren. Uh... Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, didn't it, the first one was in the women's bathroom when they found out that Billy Crystal was getting the money, and the second time was when uh, flipped the kid off. Flipped the kid off, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but he did. He affected the exact same yes, which is so weird. 
I wow. Feel like, yeah. I feel like Gregory Hines owes royalties to Al Pacino for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that now. Yes. Oh, that's very a very good so. yes. yeah. yeah, I can totally hear that. All right, throw me your pants. Stop screwing around and throw me your goddamn pants. Okay, geez, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Take it easy, Why? Buddy. Why was Gregory Hines so concerned about his pants? He had other pants underneath him. You know, he has those like winter... Dignity, dignity thing, right? Right, but I mean, yeah. But I mean, you know, well, as long was, as those aren't stained... All it was, good. it was just to keep the other cops from making fun of him. He had, he had long johns on. Yeah, I, I know, based on the way he was acting, I, and I'd forgotten, I was like, God, is he just commando? Like, is he... right. Yeah. That would have been out. now. That would have been funny. Mm. Now that would have made that <laughs> especially scene especially hilarious. the following scene when they when he spreads his legs and does the cop it, squat to shoot at the yes. car driving away. I need a deep fake of that whole scene. What, what was the movie <laughs> he was in where it was something nights white nights uh, white nights yeah the yeah, say you night. say me with Mikhail Brishnikov that's the one yeah. say you oh my gosh dude we should do that <laughs> sometime all right uh, fake Kramer. Here he is. Let me tell you what you want. You want to come and go like the wind, right? Right. Invincible and vulnerable and visible. I want a Thursday at nine. Won't be invisible till five. <laughs> <laughs> These pretzels are making me thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. He's yeah, great. He's and he's a thousand years old now. That dude's so old. I, I don't remember <laughs> much about this movie, but I do remember thinking how hilarious it seemed to be undercover cops would have a taxi mm-hmm. i don't remember why seeing the yeah. trailers and the advertising but i i found it amusing for some reason at that can, point can we just stop a minute and talk about uh me watching this movie for the first time and mm-hmm. i am a grown man and <laughs> i found the chase scene on the train tracks to go on for five hours oh, oh no it was long <laughs> you're not wrong to notice that that was long and, yeah. I mean, and it, it you don't need that much attention towards something that you know is probably an impossibility, considering that those tires would just be shredded and right. torn and just would not work. Trivia mentioned that possible to keep away from the third rail yeah. on something like yeah. that too. The uh, the trivia mentioned three or four Chevy Impalas had their suspensions just like destroyed to try to film that oh, thing. Yeah. So yeah. it felt like one of those things where they're like, well, look, we ruined all these cars. It was a big part of our budget. Let's get all the footage we can. And I think they used too much of it. It was like that yeah. took way too long. They, they did a couple of things, too. The car chases were the, some of the weakest points for me in this this movie. Like mm-hmm. there was a couple of speed up scenes where it's just a little bit sped up. I was like, I don't need you to speed that up. I'm yeah, good. I don't like when movies do that. Say that knowing that Fury Road uses a technique like that, but it works. It works. Yeah, but that was that was meant to make you feel uncomfortable, and it was it was on purpose. Yeah. So I mean, this a, this was on purpose, but it was meant to also fool you into yeah. thinking it was going faster. It didn't work. All right, here's the, here's the maybe the best dialogue in the movie. I'm gonna argue. Here you go. This is real shit. This coke is pure shit. It's good shit, right? I mean, bad shit. Bad shit like this shit is bad. It's shit, shit. This shit isn't worth shit. <laughs> <laughs> Really, that again, that conversation probably could have taken place with one sentence. Yeah, right. but I kind of liked it. It <laughs> made me laugh. All right. I want Gregory Hines to be an esport or esports caster, I wrote here. Let's see why. Oh, yeah. I remember this. All right. Speaking of the train tracks, this is when they're on the tracks, they're on the L train thing, and Gregory Hines is freaking out. And it reminds me of somebody doing like an esports call at a, at a very intense end of like an Overwatch match. Here you go. 4763, pursuit of black Cadillac limo, heading south on I-190. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. I like uh, to think Billy Crystal was goosing him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going, yeah. 
Yes. I wish I'd known that you were going to make that analogy because I would have had you add like the sound of Diva throwing her ultimate. Oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah. yeah. What did she say? Take a look. No, uh, here's this. Fight. Nerf, nerf this. Nerf this. Or... Yeah. I should have done that. I haven't played Overwatch in a while. All right. Here's, uh, I laughed at this father. Oh, this what? I don't know what this is. So here it is. Hey, Father, you and your wife owe me twenty eight fifty. Oh, yeah, the, the freaking priest and the yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, can I check in the bucket that for a second? Were they, were they, uh, they were plants then? Yeah, they, they, they didn't know. No, they didn't know. Right, they, they didn't, didn't know, know that okay. they were smuggling stuff, but. But they were. Yeah, they were, sm- they were smuggling yeah. stuff. Okay, yeah. but, which, they, but I, they didn't which, know. Okay. I, I didn't, I, I, I had a little trouble with that. I tried not to think too long and hard on it because they were implying that the pottery that they were bringing back was made out of cocaine. I'm like, right. well, how do you, how do you compress that and make it hard and then paint it? And what do you paint it with? Aren't you going to mess up your blow? And mm-hmm. it's like, ah, I'm going to mess up your blow. Yeah. <laughs> this movie has a very clear chick in the bucket. It's the two girlfriends in Key West who are Which spending, <laughs> they're spending the rest of their lives watching the sunset. That's yeah, all they, no, you're right. Probably, you know what? Left there. I'm glad you said but that. Those weren't the same two girls, right? I mean, they were like, there was like, eight or 12 different girls, right? There was a lot. Is it the same girls with different, uh, different, you know what? We're going to put them, we're putting them all in the bucket. Grab a bucket. Every one of them. You're all in it. Ladies. Sorry, but it's a whole, it's a whole family size bucket of. Yeah. Yeah. I was was just appalled. I was appalled that these two men (laughs) went to Key West, found (laughs) girlfriends and fell in love and had these adventures with them Mm -hmm. on the ocean. Yep. And then just left. They yep. just left. There was no goodbye. There was no, oh, we'll be back. Nothing. They just, but, the girls are left. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, that's more a behavior that you would expect from 20-year-olds than, than uh, like, on spring break or something versus these guys who are supposed to be, like, mid-30s, right? Well, I don't know that those girls were supposed to be mid-30s. I think they well, all, No, they definitely were not. <laughs> I think they all looked they 22 not. or something. Yeah. And some of those, man. Billy Crystal looked a little older than 22. Oh, he did for sure. Billy Crystal was playing. I don't know what he was playing, but he was, you know, 30s. What is he now? He's 60s? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. When was he born? He's 60 something. Yeah, because he was born in the 40s. He was born in 48. This movie was uh, uh, 36 years ago. 38 years. He was 38 years old when he did this movie. Yeah. And, And they were, you know, so, and they were supposed to be playing. They had been in the force together for 16 years. They apparently started when they were 20 or or 18 was the kind of the joke mm-hmm. that they were trying to do with Gregor Hines' birthday. So do we I have, guess they were playing the age they were supposed to be. Do we have a, uh, we've done this. I feel like I'm having deja vu. Have we ever said what our favorite Billy Crystal movie is? I, I have a, I have a, a love <laughs> for city slickers. I like the first one too. Be, I, I may not choice. be able to rationalize it, but I can say that it is my favorite. No, I like it. That's a good movie. I feel yeah. like his uh, his tiny role in, it wasn't very long, but his tiny role in uh, Princess Bride is pretty great. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Too brave. Uh, <laughs> uh, forget Paris <laughs> for oh, me. For, yeah, with, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. I was hoping you'd say, oh, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. I was thinking of another. <laughs> I was thinking of Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, and I don't know why I mixed them up. <laughs> you have mail, no, but but it does feel like he could be in all of those movies as yeah, you know yeah. Tom Hanks' buddy. <laughs> yeah, he's for, um, for me. Yeah. It will always be when Harry met Sally because it's what happens when you take someone who's really really funny like him, but you constrain them by people who know how to make a good movie like Rob Reiner 
uh, like his dialogue is written by Nora Ephron. He's not just riffing all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. And I just like when Harry met Sally is just the perfect, uh, rom-com that just, you know, he's, and he makes that movie, you know, like, sorry, but, uh, Meg Ryan doesn't, (laughs) I mean, Uh, really, she's just not like, she, she's not given a lot to, you know, like Carrie Fisher has a, a better, uh, role and, and opportunity for performance than Meg Ryan in that movie. Mm-hmm. But Billy, it's a Billy Crystal movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, I forgot he was in This is Spinal Tap. Totally forgot. Yeah, well, for like yeah. five seconds, he's well, the mime. He, yeah. Oh, he's just barely and, in it. And yeah. he's on screen with uh, um, Danny Carvey, who's who's another, like a caterer or another mime, and he's training the mime, and he says, yeah, mime is money. Oh my <laughs> gosh, <laughs> mime is money. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. His his uh voice only performances like Monsters Inc are really good. Yeah, like, he's very good. He he really knows what to do in a in a recording studio. Yeah, I might actually say Crystal Monsters Inc. My Monsters Inc. By the way, is nineteen years old at, uh, this this year. Right. Wow. Yeah. Think of that. Billy Crystal can turn on a dime between drama and comedy. Mm-hmm. I think that's where he yeah. really shines. Yeah. Just, he's very boom. good. I like him a lot. It's all about uh, training on soap. Yeah, all yeah, that soap time. Soap. <laughs> Brian loved his time on soap. All right, here's uh, two two final clips. This one. Nancy's Ipswich Clams. I just want to play that again just because why not. <laughs> and uh, finally, this little 80s action rift, uh, riff while they were fighting in the mall. Uh, it was pretty good. Check it out. Uh, oh, my Lord, dude. That is just so, <laughs> so, ti- so of the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's underneath the... Uh, the state building mm-hmm. um, Gregory Hines is going down there and he's, you know, he's, he's kind of doing the subterfuge while Billy right. Crystal's up top. Yep. There's like a uh, Jason Voorhees kind of. Oh yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. That was weird. It was weird. It was like, what's this doing in this movie? Also, if you're going to be a sitting duck and get shot, it's Gregory Hines hanging from the ceiling. Like, <laughs> what yes, what exactly. was that? That was so What weird. was that even about? They set him up to do this stunt where he's, you know, everybody else rushes in. I mean, it was a total waste of time for him to kind of climb up the building and do all of right. that. Super I dumb. Really, just really dumb. Yeah. Did like, not wow. pay. Did not pay off. Did not pay off. Yeah, and everybody's blind to him. Like I'm, I'm like Smith. Just aim right over there. <laughs> yeah. You got the guy. He's a, right. he's a sitting duck over there. Uh, all right, that's all of those. Now this. It's the film sack checklist. Vaguely gay couple. Check. Because every time they were in Key West, I was like, okay. Oh yeah. And their half shirts. Yeah. Uh, a nice reminder that Dan Hedaya should be in all things. Check. And finally, those pants don't fit Jimmy Smith's at all. Check. No. <laughs> uh, so sorry. Star Trek Connection. Very late in the game here. We got these like at 1219 a.m. this morning from Daryl and Randy, who was ready to be backup. So props to Randy. Um, my The Daryl one came first, so I assume it was like seconds earlier that Daryl yeah. son has, which is just weird. But anyway... Uh, but, but yeah, it was. But, you know, in Daryl's defense, he sent me a message. Uh, I think it was either Thursday or Friday on Twitter and said the 2006 or the 86 one. I was like, oh, well, the 2006 one is the one with Paul Walker, right? Yeah. Right. It and, is. and it's not like it's like a thriller movie thing. It's nothing. Yeah. Like, it's not about it's not, it's not a remake. It's just a use of the title, I guess. So right. I'm glad he didn't mix them up. Yeah. Uh, Larry Hankin played Ace. Uh, he was on Voyager, played Gaunt Gary in the episode The Cloud, Jetrol, and Twisted. 
He was also on TNG. He played the wind dancer in the fifth season episode, Cost of Living. Then there was James Noah, who was the funeral priest. In DS9, he played Dr. Hannah Prynne. And in Voyager, played Rizlan in the episode Displaced. And then finally, oh. Ernest Perry Jr. played Adam Roberts- Robertson. And DS9 played Admiral Charlie Wheatley in the fifth season episode, Rapture. I'm glad you This movie could be like patient zero for your claim that every every movie that has a big cast has people that were in Star Trek. Cause like, like it was really amazing going through these, you know, like extras and small parts mm-hmm. and they, they were in so many different Star Trek episodes. Yeah. Which is our whole, that's the whole Genesis of this thing. Not the Genesis project from Star Trek itself, but you know, the Genesis <laughs> of this segment. Uh, also soundtrack grade. I'd give it an NBFF for nothing but fond feelings. I really like this cheese. <laughs> it's all good for me. Yeah. It's and it's funny, like you said, the, the Michael McDonald song is the one we all know, and then maybe Man Size Love. But yeah. you look at the list of artists, and it's like, oh, man, so 80s. Climax, Ready for the World, Fee Waybill, New Edition, oh, Patti LaBelle, and Kim Wilde. Yep. And there was a Menudo reference in the film. They made a joke and about Menudo. And a Menudo reference in the film. And your, your instrumentals were done by the Rod Temperton Beat Wagon. <laughs> so <laughs> and the Beat Wagon, I saw that. I was like, Beat Wagon? <laughs> so Rod, Rod Temperton is a legit film score composer mm-hmm. uh he scored the color purple wow and probably not with the beat wagon no <laughs> probably not yeah and uh i was just like i was just like you know I, I said earlier this sound is like 80s af but it's it it doesn't sound like something you could just go imitate like you, this guy really was in the 80s like he really yeah. exuded it he wasn't just pretending to sound like you know beverly hills cop or whatever no oh he, he also co-produced uh with quincy jones michael jackson's thriller oh so right. there you go yep but the with the zombies and the whatnot yeah yep uh okay moving on twitter post this is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less we're down from 300 from last week is uh oh by the way all that uh 300 talk in and around angel has fallen confused mm-hmm. some people i had multiple people come to me and say <laughs> I thought next week the movie was 300 and they were serious. And I'm like, well, no, we've already done 300. We did it in 2016, but yeah, next week is the- episode 300. Yeah. If I they, remember correctly. I think we did. And they, but they were all confused and I feel bad that we led them down a weird path. Aww. We're not doing 300 well, now today. I feel bad too. Yeah, Sorry. That's okay. Go ahead and tell I us. I didn't. I demanded. You demanded. Nice job. Uh, Randy, you start 280 characters. Go running scared. Two men pick up a couple of women and then take their shirts off. The guys, I mean, the guys take their shirts off. The only thing I'll ever remember about this movie is the two leading men posing for a picture that you will find next to the word twink in the dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one. Uh, All right, Brian Dunaway. Well, Randy used most of my characters, so I'm just going to go with running scared. Do you think we all wear uniforms, drive cards, say film sack on them? Well, we do. (laughs) Hey, what size dead love you have there? Yeah. <laughs> man size. Man size. Thank you. I would drive a car with, with film sack written on it. I'd totally do that. <laughs> Unmarked film sack vehicle. Yeah. I would do that. Why not? <laughs> Brian Ibbett, you're last. Running scared. Two Chicago cops catch a bad guy, go to Florida and catch a variety of sexually transmitted diseases, and then come back and catch the bad guy again. Hello, can you tell me where I can get some penicillin? <laughs> Oh, you got to use it in both your intro and now your side. Yeah. I'll never get to use it again. That's pretty Ever great. since I moved to California, I've been trying to find, uh, you know, a good vanity plate 
uh, word for my car. Mm. And I, I thought about film sack a lot, but getting it down to mm. six or seven characters, uh, it always looks like Phil Massack. Phil Massack. Phlegm sack. What is Phlegm sack? Phlegm sick. Gross. Phlegm <laughs> sick. If I can ever get it, it will be F I L M S A K. But that's yeah. the best I could do. That's not bad. Hmm. I would do that's that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't even thought about that. I looked at Frog Pants one. It was like Ferg Pants. Fergpence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cover me. Yeah, cover me's good. You nailed it with that. All right. Uh, here's uh, alternate titles. These are just handed to me. Get Smiths. I don't know. <laughs> one of them. And then the other was Miami Twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even though it wasn't Miami, but you know, you get this right. Florida thing. Right. Oh, boy. Anyway, hey, email Daniel. Oh, I got a bunch of these, so we'll rip to him fast. Because I wanted to catch up. All right. Daniel uh, sent us a tweet regarding Terminator 3's lost scenes. He says, dang it. I was hoping one of you guys would have checked out the deleted scene, specifically this dumb guy or this dumb goofy one, which actually explains the Austrian accent. Thanks for Mm. another great episode of Film Sack. All right, Daniel. We offline did after the episode. We shared it around. I'm sad we didn't know about it before because we had definitely talked about it. But we know what you're talking about now, and we recommend everyone go YouTube this thing and look for a deleted Terminator 3 scene. Randy couldn't even make it through the first few seconds of it. Oh, yeah, you didn't like it, Randy, if I remember. It was just dumb. I was like, like, oh, I see why they deleted this. This makes no sense. Oh, yeah, it was definitely dumb. It was the epitome of dumb. It's very dumb. I envy Randy. I watched the whole thing. But you get to see... I wish I could get my time back. You get to see Arnold go... This is our favorite favorite. Right, like, yeah, it's basically <laughs> Mr. Herman. <laughs> Arnold's, uh, it is funny, though, because it's not him. It's someone else. It's great. Anyway, uh, I've got one here from Danny. He's also another Danny, but Danny for short says, listen to the recent episode about Phantasm captured this clip of one of my favorite responses of Scott's to an explanation from Dunaway about a portion of the movie that it, the, a part of the movie that was a dream or not. Anyway, great episode. All right, I'm going to play this for you. So this is me reacting to you as to whether there was a dream sequence or not. Okay, so here we go. Right. Um, well, wait. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you, Danny. Agreed. Then awesome. one quick one from Ian. He says, hey, Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy. I am 11. I love your show. Oh. I've loved your show since my dad showed me your podcast. Can you sack Mars Attacks? Keep it up, Sackers. Oh, your yes. fan, Ian. Well, Ian... Uh, we were already hoping to get that on film sack for ages now, but I'm even more excited because that's cool that he's a fan of the show and we would love to, uh, we'd love to sack it. Mars attacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it for, let's do it for Ian. Everybody just got to find yeah, let's it. Let's do it for Ian. Where, what's the status of that thing? Is it, uh, streaming? streaming I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Feels like it's probably not cause it never is, but maybe we'll surprise uh, it ourselves. It is currently available on guess where? HBO Max. HBO Max. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> because we're about to watch next week's film. Yeah, which we won't tell oh, you about just yet. Uh Brendan also wrote in <laughs> final email. <laughs> final email today. I just had a whole stack today. It says, "Hey, I heard you uh, an email from Adam about an old episode having 8 minutes of a previous episode tacked onto it." I'm going to go ahead and take a guess here and just assume his podcast player is like mine. And after an episode finishes, it immediately plays where you left off on the last episode. Mm-hmm. For example, after I finished Angel Has Fallen, it immediately jumped to the last very tiny bit of Priest, where Scott was talking mm. about the alternate timeline in which Star Wars used synth music instead of an orchestra. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Hope this helps, Brendan. 
Well, Brendan, I actually think you good, solved good the case. I think that's probably it, if I had to guess. Because there's just no, there's no other way, unless you want to get weirdly yeah. conspiratorial about where your data is. <laughs> there's no way it works any other way. Like, I don't have it tacked on there. I have all the original files. I went and checked them just to be safe and re-downloaded them to see if they did something weird on the download. None of them had anything tacked on. So I think you're right. It's a conspiracy. If you want to be like one of these fine gentlemen, send us an email, filmsack at gmail.com. Our next film is Soldier. Soldier. Soldier? Who's well, in that? Jason, what year? Jason Scott That sounds Lee. like a very generic title. Uh, 1999? I'm not sure, actually. Uh, <laughs> is Randy still here? Yeah, yeah he's here. Okay, he's he, here. Usually, okay. <laughs> he usually, yeah, he usually pipes in. Yeah, he usually feeds yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, let's see, Soldier. I can tell you right now, 1998. I was close. 98. It is uh, Kurt Russell, Jason Scott Lee, and Jason Isaacs in what is supposedly a shared universe with Blade Runner. Right. Yes. But I never knew that. I've seen this twice. No. Saw it in theaters, then later on DVD. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I remember it being widely not panned, but a lot of people thought it was a little too out there for mainstream right. audiences. I really liked it. It's a it's a Paul W. S. Anderson movie. So this is like our twelfth or fifteenth movie mm-hmm. by him. Like he's he's Event Horizon, Three Musketeers, Mortal Kombat, that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh. Gary Busey's in this. Oh. Yeah. Just went up a star. I don't remember him being in there. Heck, <laughs> Busey up. What? Yeah. It's a pretty unique movie, I think. Uh, so we're really excited to do it. And there's a little extra special reason. We'll get to that next week. So mm-hmm. stick around for that. That again is soldier. Oh, and that is currently HBO max. That's where we're pulling that one for the record. Okay. Yes. Filmtech.com is our website. You can go there anytime and get whatever you need, including our email address, filmsack at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at filmsack and wherever you get your shows, be it Spotify, Apple music, where or uh, podcast, whatever it's called now, Google play, wherever it is. Leave us a review. It helps us in the rankings. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Go and detect. We'll we'll see you next time. (laughs) This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That is Ipswich clams. (laughs) Hmm.